Hello and welcome back to Weave of the Nine Snow. I'm your Dungeon Master, Nathan, and we've got all of these heroes here. Heroes, say hello! This is the start of session number four for Weave of the Nine Stone. And as we are getting started, I think that what I need to do is allow all of you the opportunity to get updated right now on everything that's taking place in the entirety of the campaign. Obviously, if you want to go back and watch all these fantastic moments, highlights like Axios throwing his boxing match against his brother, or Uyanga standing up to the Crimson Rhino, and much more, you can find the playlist using the QR code that is right here. It'll take you to the VOD playlist where you can learn a lot more about the characters, about their world, and watch previous sessions, whether on YouTube or Mixcloud. But let's just get to the story as we are in the midst of an important moment. This world is Chrysalis. In short, the eight schools of magic come from eight different types of gemstones, sapphires, diamonds, topaz, you name it. And different nations or civilizations are built upon that kind of magic. It takes miners and weavers and merchants to trade and create the spells that we now know and love in D&D. But in this world, our six heroes are joined together as first-year students at the Celestial Conservatory. They have different reasons for being there, but ultimately they all have the goal of growing in their strength or in their network so that they can solve problems that they see in their world. This takes us to the second session where our party joins up, goes and discovers opportunities for them to build their own dorm, a special experience for our first years, meet a third year student named Nova who then escorted them to the Garden of Taurus where Aegon's Dungeon Constellation's ability, along with some remarkable breath-holding constitution, allowed him to discover this secret entrance to the undiscovered Cavern of Taurus, a dungeon in the midst of the campgrounds, or the school grounds. As they went into the cave and descended down a slippery embankment, charged down a bowl-shaped uh, you know, door knocker, failed that, fought off some beetles very quickly, and then defeated it the second time through. They found on the inside a fountain, a mystical fountain with two bodies of water, uh, along with their own, uh, a, a pedestal with a mysterious tome, an ancient book on it. Aegon rolled remarkably well and had a supernatural experience, not only remembering the specific script and dialect that was written inside the text, but also that the logo on the front of the book belonged to Virgo, one of the constellations along Taurus. When he put this very delicate book in his backpack, they left the dungeon, spent a day in their classes. Axios won an archery contest. They stopped by Sky Gems and bought a few gems from Trior Tanawal. They then found themselves in the office of Headmaster Zagria, trying to ask her specifically what this book is about. But her response was a little unnerving. Headmaster Zagria seemed almost afraid to touch the book and obsessively pushed Aegon to remember the page that that book was open to when he touched it. Aegon, in the last recesses of his brain, was able to remember the exact page from the lettering on the, on the, on the page. And while she herself was unable to decipher the text, her last statement before we finished was, if Aegon is in trouble, then I fear for all of us. And that is where we are going to start our session today. Let's enter Headmaster Zagreus' office. If you walk across the quad in campus into one of the buildings, you'll find many professors' offices at the end of the first story floor hallway on the right side. You walk down, you've got some sort of like a fine, ornate oak-like uh, cabinets and cases or books and, and other jewels and trophies. You walk to the very end, you see 
uh, like a, a three sides of a hexagon as the opening. You go through that main door. There you would normally find Gaius Canilla, a halfling, studiously working at his papers at the administrative desk in front of the office. And then her private quarters for her personal research and writing and work behind that, behind the closed door. Now, both of those doors are open. All six of our heroes standing there with this tome opened, wrapped in that fabric on the desk of that Gaius normally uses with Headmaster Zagria standing there. She holds her claws together and she looks very worried. Then I fear for all of us. What is this tome? Gaius, please close the door. Uh, uh, yes, Headmaster. Um, should I leave? Uh, and she says, no, I... She thinks for a moment and she goes, I need you to stay here. Um, please, uh, if anyone comes, go ahead and let them know that I'm preoccupied. Cancel all of my meetings for the rest of the day. Uh, yes, Headmaster. Um, he then goes and shuts the door and he puts a little lock in it. And then he quickly scurries back to his desk and he's standing beside it, the rest of you in a kind of a circle around the desk, the chair pulled to the side, no one seated, that seated, and she looking over the book. She says, My guess, given where you, um, given the look of this script, is that it came from a place of celestial ties. Um, where exactly did you find this tome? Um... Well, I, I mean, There's no point. might as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, um, I think being honest saying. is fine. So yeah. we, we were wandering around through the gardens of Taurus, and we stumbled upon, were led to an opening into a cavern. Who led you there? Uh, to some degree, Master Verini. <laughs> Um, Master Verini, before I left the monastery, taught me how to see um, memorable resources, uh, typically deposits when we were mining for diamonds in the mountains, um, without using my eyes. I could see the light reflected off of them throughout the caves. They, they bounce. It's hard to describe, but it's similar to constellations. Um... I was led by that. Let me, let me attempt to get this straight. You found a cavern Correct. in the Garden of Taurus. Under, technically. You found a cavern under the ga Garden of Taurus because the stars told you it was there? That sounds a little it, was, it was odd for us, too. To some degree, yes. I, uh, I and remember... You, you're telling me Master Vereni taught you this skill. Uh... Not necessarily taught. I'm not sure he entirely understood it either, but he helped me to access it, if that helps. Um, the best, best thing I have to say is I remember walking on steps made of light in the garden that didn't exist physically. Um, Quite the special case. Not sure. So that confirms it then. The Celestials are intervening. There are many moments when we receive clear, concrete messages from the Celestial beings. But if you were given 
all of you were allowed into a sacred place like this cavern that you're describing. It seemed to be the Temple to Taurus. It, it certainly, there was two fountains being fed by a yes. very large statue of Taurus. Yes, he, well, salt water, by the way. Magic, we have some. Magic, magic salt water. Right. We have some. We, we if you, uh, took it. Oh, you if you would like to spec, like, yes. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, we, yeah. You, I think we all give my, my, she, She's going to give it. She, so, so she takes it from Mary, opens your flask. I don't have these for licks, licks, looks at it. <laughs> and then... Definitely salt. <laughs> she takes one of the gems that she keeps on her waist um, and then holds it over it and then focuses... Her eyes are peering intently into this liquid as though she's waiting for something to happen. And then she stops and she goes, I don't see anything special about this. Here. Um, Can I do an insight check on that? On her? Yeah. Yeah. We definitely sensed something special. We reeled it. Maybe. I mean, we sensed vague magical. When we t- Four? <laughs> so you're you're paying attention to her demeanor, the way that she's going about this, and one of your thoughts is, "Wow, Headmaster Zachary is like really busy. <laughs> she's got a lot to deal with. She's so pretty. <laughs> she's so pretty. So she's she's looking at all of uh, uh, the pages there without touching any of them, and she says, "I, I think that it would be best if we." go back to the dungeon and see if there's anything there that can tell us more about it. Headmaster, I distinctly remember Master Verney working with Sage Dulick. Yes. The Sage to Virgo. Yes, they were they were colleagues. Right. And I've seen Master Verney use some form of celestial imaging in order to put a version of himself in a different place while he meditates mm-hmm. and sees through the eyes of whatever this uh, yes, astral as- projection. Sure, that uh, yes. didn't teach me. That's fine. Not solved. <laughs> well, only only the <laughs> most powerful, only the most powerful spiritual casters can even attempt a version of that. Master Bereni has spent decades mastering that. I see. I I suppose I was hopeful that having worked with Master Bereni in the past, you would be able to get a message to Dulik, and she would be able to meet us here by the same method. She pauses um two of you not named airy roll inside yeah. uh, that's inside? probably smart <laughs> <laughs> i have a plus three do you want to do that i have a plus two i also have a plus three all right okay, let's go. make it happen let them go uh, 12 16 okay um she in this very brief pause cypress your your read on her at the moment is that she is a little sad And she continues and says, My fear is that Master Diluc is unavailable. I haven't heard from her in a long time. Oh, no. Did did something happen? Ah, goodness. The last message I got said that she was going to try something different. Something that she had not attempted in a long time. It's much too complex for me to go over with you right now. You would need years of of study just to understand what she was trying to divine, but after I received that message from her, I had not heard from her, and it's been 
almost three years since then. I fear for the worst, but she is an extremely capable sorceress, and I imagine that she has found something. I hope she found what she was looking for. But we need to focus on your state right now. I think, I think what I need is for all of you to try your best to rekindle whatever spiritual energy you discovered while in the dungeon of Taurus. If you are at risk, it would have to do with your ties to the heavens. And maybe, hopefully, there is no such risk, but I think it would be best for all of you to meditate on that for a moment and see if you can remember anything that you discovered while you were there. Which I will have you all do as players. You are going to all perform an arcana or religion check. It is your choice. The goal of your character is to try to sense if there is a relationship or a tie between you and whatever happened in that dungeon. Anything that you can think of. Go ahead and give, give it a shot. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Nine. Nineteen. Nineteen, nine. Sixteen. Sixteen. That's a two. <laughs> That's a and a fifteen. So all of you are spending a moment in her office breathing, thinking, and uh, two. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well. Okay, uh, sure. Um, a group of students happen to be walking up to Headmaster Zagria's office at this exact moment. And so she says, guys, please, can you... And he's like, oh, uh, y- yes, Headmaster Zagria, one moment. And you are trying to focus, you're trying to concentrate, and you hear... And if I could please just go away, then that would be, that would be wonderful. And, um, uh, Aegon, if you were looking, you would probably recognize that one of the people there is the halfling that beat you in the archery competition, Melna. Um, her response that you could barely hear, you know, because the door's cracked open, the sound's creeping through, is, oh, we're sorry, we can come back. What time do you know that she'll be available? And there's a little bit of a hustle bustle, and then finally, and then, and then, Halfling footsteps coming back to the table as all of you are meditating. What you begin to feel in the midst of all of you, the circle that you've created, is a pulsing breath of energy. Cypress, I need you to roll Arcana. That's a nat 20. Yeah! <laughs> 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 you guys are loaded, dude. That's actually a joke. Cypress, a lot of things are about to happen all at once. Oh, so no. I want you to be ready. First, everyone is there, breathing, thinking. You are focused in on what you're trying to recall, but your memory is causing you to have problems, even processing what happened recently. But you hear the sound of music. And to all of you see Cypress dancing, um, uh, you sit below. Most of you are probably closing your eyes. You just hear this dude wearing whatever you're wearing. You wear like wooden, wooden. Yeah. You just hear like the creaking of his clothes as he's dancing in place. Um, Cypress, you feel very strange. Almost like a heat wave came over you instantaneously. 
Um, it's harder to breathe. It, it's like someone knocked the wind out of your chest. You begin to see really bright lights in front of you, kind of like that concussion thing that we described when you left the grove, and... What are you holding in your hands right now? I think right now I probably don't have anything. Okay. You are in the midst of dancing, and suddenly, your right leg falls through the floor, <laughs> and you face plant into the ground because it was so sudden. Ow! Cypress's right leg to all of you has a multicolored shimmer, like soap, if you were like holding it on a bubble blower, and it is vibrating at an intense speed you cannot what even begin to imagine. You reach to touch your leg, phases through. Every Where's time my leg? you try to stand on it, it will not hold any weight. It's pushing through the floor, and you have to hold yourself with your knee or your hip or your other arms. Can I reach down and touch it? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> For the viewers at home, I reach out and grab nothing. <laughs> your hand through it. It reminds you of something. The rainbow road in the sky. Your foot couldn't step onto it. It went through it. It looked very similar to this, but it wasn't moving as much as his was. It's almost like his vibrating so quickly that it was phasing through I can't control it. It's just... I don't know what's happening. Okay? Got twitch. I don't know. The music hurt? is playing louder in your head. It's a bop, though. It's, <laughs> it's repeating over and over. It's six simultaneous instruments over and over and over again. Maybe it's just a phase. Hey! Oh. <laughs> what do you tell your? What, what, do you, what do you say? What do you do? I mean, I'm just panicking. Like I don't know what's going on. Cyprus, Cyprus, uh. Are you are you hurt or do you feel pain right I now? I don't feel anything. <laughs> so what ends up happening at this point is you are um, you you are <laughs> sitting on the floor probably. You're probably not confident enough to stand on your two no. feet. Um, everyone's around you. She is rapidly cycling through the available stones in her office, and she's trying to find an answer to whatever's going on here. But she she can't really pin what is happening, and so she seems almost as alarmed as, and as confused as you are. Gaius, of course, is like hyperventilating. Oh, poor Gaius! <laughs> we're good. We're good. Headmaster, 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 Zagria, headmaster, and she's kind of ignoring him because she's very focused on siphoning or like cycling through her gems to see if there's anything to work. She's like. Cypress, I'm afraid I can't help you very much right now. I need you to concentrate. Can you hear or see anything right now? I'm hearing a bop. <laughs> You're hearing a bop? <laughs> it really doesn't match the situation, but I'm hearing it. What does that mean? Okay, so, uh, I don't know if your hip with the lingo, a bop is basically a really good song. Yeah, I'm aware of what a bop is. <laughs> She's a dragonborn, not a nerd. <laughs> she's an old lady. <laughs> um, so she's just not respectful. So she, she, she looks at she me. looks at all of you, and she says, "If you're hearing music, then it, 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 it might be trying to tell us something." Um, and she goes back to the text, and you see that there is a sort of a shimmering energy in the midst of the room that is pulling in and out, almost like a very small gravitational field uh, around the tome itself. And do yanga. I need you to roll performance for me. It's a good thing for her to roll. Yes! Yeah. Sure is! <laughs> well, 15. Turns out 15 is still enough. 
Um, uh, what do you have, like, plus five or six? Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably going to help. Um, Cypress mentions this music, and you're looking at the text in front of you, and you... I think it helped partially that you as a group were standing in a circle to a point where you were seeing the text from kind of like a different angle, but you have a moment of real revelation. You do not know much about the sacred text. You are not studied in mystic arts or mythology. You are looking at these slanted characters on the page, a script that you do not understand, but no has ties to the celestial background. Something Vereni would write to Diluc and that he would receive in return, but you realize that there's gaps in between the statements on the page, that they're written in repetitions after each other. This is not a letter. This is a song. What you are looking at are lyrics to something. And a melody starts to form in your mind. And like a song that writes the words, rather than the words that write a song, your eyes begin to glow. Much like Aegon's when he uses Dungeon Constellations, much like uh, Nova and her celestial background, you all see her begin to peer, light begins to form, she's pulled closer, and those scripts on the page, in your mind only, begin to turn and shape with lines and notes, and finally, the words and you can only read and understand this if you sing it in the sound of its composition. So, Uyanga, if you would please. Maiden so innocent, honest and dear, last of the stars to have faith in us here. She walked in the gardens and sang to the moon, shut her eyes to our greed, gave us hope in our doom. But the wars of our world brought her anguish and shame, that the people she cherished would give malice such fame. So she wept and she sang and she fell to the earth. All the stars bid her leave, claimed mortals had no worth. But instead she refused, chose to stay here with us, and she built our own tomb among the stars' flickering dust. If her soul's behind rest, let her guide us where we are, but if heavens want their maiden, let her travel swift and far. To the mountains and the skies, let her soul find new life, with the other constellations. Virgo, blessed to join the night sky. First of all, I'm just going to clap. That's so fun. That's so fun. <laughs> the moment that these words are sung in front of all of you, the words on the page take their shape. And you can all look at this now. Headmaster Zagria looks at the sheet and at you and back your eyes are beginning to fade in their glimmer as you almost return back to Chrysalis, to Earth. And she says, My child, 
How did you know these texts? I don't know. Okay. That was, this is good. That was the song. It was. That yeah. I was hearing. How, yeah, you were hearing like the remix How did version. you... <laughs> how did you do that? I, I don't know. She says, this is, this is excellent. Um, I knew pieces of Astria's story, the namesake of Virgo, but I didn't realize just how her resting place could affect us today. Her resting place? Well, was that the tomb of Virgo? No, I don't think so. It says uh, here, she points to the text, that there was star dust where she built her tomb. Mm. The Celestial Conservatory is on a mainland. It's, it's not given enough elevation to be considered stardust. There are mountains like Heaven's Gate that get us close enough to collect some of the star's dust for our spellcasting purposes. I, I don't think that, the, that this Taurus tomb was it, but allow me to think for a moment. She paused, she says, does, does the song say anything about my leg? It's still not here. Um, uh, conveniently, at that exact moment, your leg begins to reform. And it is now returning to its normal self. You oh feel in your leg the equivalent of the deadest leg you have ever had. <laughs> wow. Like someone just like knocked that nerve multiple times and you're just sitting on it. So... Well, he puts blood back into his leg. Um, she says, if I understand correctly, then there is something about the curse of Virgo that might be applying to you, Cypress. Curse? 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 I'm not that surprised. Oh, okay, okay. Um, guys, is there, anyone, the is there anyone waiting for me? Um, he looks out and he says, no, I, you don't have anyone for at least another hour. I'll, I'll, I'll keep watching. And she says, okay, great. So, um, if I remember the celestial mythology and the stories of them, uh, many of the celestial beings, they took to their part in the night sky, but Virgo was the last to join them. She was called to leave Chrysalis and to go into the heavens where she would become Virgo. But Astraea, um, uh, the fair maiden, she decided not to. She, she believed in the good of, of, of humanity, of humanoids, and so she decided that she would, would stay instead, and um, according to this song, built her tomb here. And so she rests, and if... Well, this is theory, I suppose, but Master Bereni mentioned that if a celestial spirit is not given proper ability to ascend then their spirit will attempt to try to find uh, a powerful enough vessel to ascend to the heavens instead. And... I'm not a boat! <laughs> and I... I know this must be scary for you, Cypress. Yeah, no kidding! My understanding is that unless this text was... This, this celestial script was returned to the resting place of Virgo herself, and she was able to ascend, then you might go in her stead. That's not going to happen. I sure hope not! We're not going to let that happen. Where do we need to go? At this moment, Lupin. Your necklace falls through your neck and onto the floor. 
My neck? And then <laughs> your neck is phase shimmering. Can I still talk? Yes. <laughs> That's a really good point. Um, why don't you simulate having a phased neck while you talk now? Oh, uh, my guys, can you... <laughs> is that... that? Is it just me? No, I don't think it's just you. Um. Is this the same oh. thing? Is this... That's what it looks like? It looks like the same okay. thing. Okay, oh, well, his came oh. back. Uyanga, Ares, whatever you're holding in your hand, falls to the ground as your right and left arms, respectively, are now phasing. Not you! I'm not alone! Well... Why is he his leg back? Well, yeah, so his leg came back, so... So, my so maybe theory it should come back, in theory, right? And Tegos and Aegon, you both... Oh, thanks. Oh, that's fun. Um, oh. your entire heads are facing. <laughs> Y'all are gonna be. Why are you looking at me? No, I don't. Um, I don't think your mane was do always I, that sparkly. Uh, do I have something on my face? Um, you don't yeah, have his a entire face mane. On the head. Imagine like multicolored, like <laughs> sparkle show going on with his entire mane. <laughs> Would be like um. Board, yeah, just like yeah. that. He's just like in his mane, just like oh, that. I'm, well, shaking, I'm shaking my mane back and forth. Well, you're beautiful, but we need to beautiful. find a way to fix this. This Overall, can't keep happening. I think this was an upgrade. <laughs> so She says, Axios, this is nothing right to now, joke about. My understanding is that there's a limited amount of time before your entire selves would ascend. I thought and... you needed one vessel, not six. Well, clearly... None maybe. of you are powerful enough to be <laughs> yeah, Maybe the six of us. She would take level two. Maybe the six of us. My, if I were to guess, the fact that all of you found this script at the same time simply means you are all sort of infected <sighs> by this infected. spirit. Okay, I don't understand. so what is our success uh, goal? What is, what is how our, do we survive this? What do we do? I want to live. I think that we need to spend some time and figure out exactly how dangerous it is and how much time you have. I, I don't think uh, we have time to spend. We don't even have a prognosis. Do you think it's possible that we could transfer this affliction into one vessel? I would take. I don't even know how you got it in the first place. Master Luke might know more about this, but I have not spoken to her in years. We, 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 we either need to find a way for you to go and find the research that it takes to discover the, the uh, cure for this, or you need to find her resting place and, and return it per the, the legend, or we need to find Master Luke. I, I'm sorry. I don't, you shouldn't have to see him like this. Gaius looks up at her, and he's tugging on her robe. No. <laughs> Uh, um, am I also going to be cursed? Uh, and she looks down at him and she says, Oh, oh goodness, I'm sorry, guys. I should have made you leave. Guys, I'm sorry. But no one is allowed to leave this room. What do you mean? We need to go what find the resting place. I don't know how you were exposed to this. We know how we were exposed. We if, found the tome. If proximity to the tome is what gives you this curse, and Aegon is the only one who touched the tome, and now all of you have this, we cannot let you walk out of here until we have a plan. Is it the water? Could it have to do with the song? Anyone who heard it? I don't know, but for now we do assume that all eight of us are afflicted, and we need to be careful. Gaia starts shaking. 
where he stands. It's okay. I, I, um, I've always wanted to study more celestial spirits in, in person, and this we, might be uh, my chance to do an extended study abroad. What a can-do attitude, We will hey, take buddy. care of you. Okay. And I look down on this like, I mean, how tall this guy is? Four one. So he's like half my height. Yeah. I look down at this dude and I'm like, it's okay, buddy. I also want to go study the celestials. And he can't even look at you. No matter what. <laughs> Whatever yeah, we're going to do, whether or not we get cured, we're going to do it together. Can you but I have an idea. Oh, I say we all hold hands and she sings the song again and I'll stand in the middle and then maybe I can ascend because that would be super no, cool, you don't. guys. We're not we're letting not, you ascend. No, no, we're not letting you ascend. I want to go to the stars. Not, no. That's not the way. No. Uh, I mean, wow. <laughs> it might work. No. No. No, we're it. not sacrificing anyone. No. It's a promotion. Aegon. Well, he doesn't yeah. want to. We need, we need to take this one step at a time. We need to document everything in case something happens to us. And we need to be sure that we do not risk other students here. That is my primary objective, including yourselves. Can I still roll persuasion to... <laughs> Encourage guys? Yeah, go ahead. Roll persuasion. Right. I don't know my persuasion. It's not really good, but... Uh, well, it's an eight. So he, he looks at you and he says that. You're, you're going to sacrifice yourself. Oh, oh no. God, no. See what you've done. Oh, oh. You, you know, in retrospect, sacrifice is not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're, you're in the room right now and she says, okay, I need some time. I can't leave, leave this room either, but perhaps I can send for someone to um, deliver a, a package of some of my more advanced scrying and messaging gems so we can try to do something with this information. I need two randoms of you, Lupin and Axios, to roll perception. Four. Hold on, I got you. I'm too distracted by my glowy man. Uh, 20. Doing this thing Great. Lit. Um, I'm glad you're enjoying this. She is going to continue talking. Um, she says, she says um, so I think that it is obvious that since it's getting late um, and classes have ended for today, we don't have much risk of other students coming and um, us having to uh, de-escalate this situation for them. So I think it makes sense if we all spend the night here in this room. Um, you can stay with me. I'll watch over you. Um... It is very, very important that you, Lupin, you look out this, we established that there's a kind of a glass door, Nalna and, and other students just walked away from it. You look through and you see a student. Um, it's Derek. That's what I was Better thinking. not be Better Derek. Better not be Derek. Or sacrifice Derek! <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, him, him having a recommendation and whatnot, I'm sure he has enough power. Oh, yeah, oh, definitely. Sure he can handle he it. He can handle it all on his own. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Sorry, it took a while. I, uh, not that one. Uh, I couldn't find the, the image here for a second. You see, you see this student. Um, 
you you recognize this as Trior uh, from the from Merchant Stand. I'm actually I'm a uh, little salty because that was not that's actually not the image. I, I swapped it out between sessions. Uh, I want this one instead, but I need to grab the link. So the link. 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 Sorry. New, new image for 3R. Fits his character more. Um, oh, yay. I like him. Okay, great. So, you, you see you see Trior. He is walking oh, no. towards the office as she continues speaking. You just see this out of the corner of your eye. Um, and she says, It is extremely important. I cannot overstate how important it is that no one know about this. There are people that there are people that will do anything to learn more about the Celestials, and I fear they will not take your lives into account. So it's important that we keep this here. What about that guy out there that I just saw? You turn? Yeah. You point him immediately. You're just like, that guy right there that sees you standing yes. there in the window. Okay. Uh-huh, without a neck. <laughs> yeah, you're like, there. Um, you turn, and as soon as Trior sees all of you looking at him, he starts sprinting away. That's not suspicious. Oh, no. wait. She says, it's fine. It's fine. I, hopefully he didn't see very much. Um, they don't have a heads. I don't have uh, a neck. I know. I, there isn't much that I can do. I, um, Trior is not a student at this conservatory. He is a second year at the Solar Conservatory. Perhaps he won't go and share this with the other students. Um, uh, yeah, Gaius, uh, could you please cover the window, please? Uh, and you see, you see Gaius. Um, he pulls out a stone and then casts darkness over over the uh, darkness. The cool. So is it? It's kind of the, actually he casts fog cloud. That's probably oh. smarter. Okay. So he casts fog cloud. Yes. So he's sprinting. Would darkness. I have time to cast something through? The... He is the moment he starts sprinting. Forty feet away. Okay. Never mind. Okay. I, I don't know what your range is. I'm, it's I'm only just... a 25. Oh, rats. Yeah, you're kind of like into the office, and he's outside of the yeah. door of the office. Um, he ran because you pointed at him. Um, so, what ends up I happening... Have a pointing problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, what ends up happening is she says, okay, I think it's best if we all stay here tonight. All right. Is there beds? Yeah, I look yeah. around for like a couch or I, something. I can't do much, but I can do this. Guys, please. Um, he says... Oh, oh, right. Oh, um, uh, yes, yes. I, I think I, I think I understand what you're getting at. Um, topaz. And he creates floating discs that are a few feet off the ground. Nice. Um, as little pseudo beds there for you. Cool. Can I just sleep on the floor? I'm more used to it. He says, oh, oh, okay. Um, here, guys, you can take mine. Oh, oh, that's, um. Oh, I guess I don't have a bed myself either. You'll need a place to sleep. Plus, I mean... He makes a tiny one. <laughs> Plus, I mean, we talked about getting dinner later. I Sleepover! Like we're gonna get dinner later. Sleepover! Sleepover! I have a question oh. about the discs. Yes. Um, are they like, like, uh, Tempur-Pedic, where they, like, <laughs> conform to your body, or are they just, like, a CD? <laughs> My understanding is that they, they are solid, but don't have to be hard. So, um... Firm. Uh, I imagine you he's attempting to give you the softest bed possible. Uh, yeah. Can sure. I have the sleep number? <laughs> <laughs> um, his his uh, discs that are there are 
really uncomfortable. Darn. Oh. You didn't do the best job. Speaking of Fern, where's Fern? Fern is yeah. outside. Okay. In the stables. She's with Sar. Sar. Can he? he? He's pretty far from where you are right okay. now. Fern and Sar are okay. Since They're playing together in the paddock. Quarantining. Could we maybe, like, I don't know, get sneak out when no one's around and go to, like, our dorm? Where we, like, we have a kitchen and beds? And... I, I understand that you might be concerned, but we don't know how this curse is spread. If at all. Uh, if it goes through the air, or through touch, or through line of sight, or through words so spoken, what then... you're saying it could go through these walls of this office right now. I am only trying to minimize risks I here. Think it'll do our, for our dorm is further away from all the people. Sorry, we got I stuck on the outskirts. I think we should listen to... I think it'll be alright for tonight. Cypress, give me one night. I will attempt to do my best to study all of your behavior. If Gaius and I exhibit symptoms, then I will also be able to study myself. But we don't want to risk anyone else. That is my priority. There will be no discussion of this. Headmaster. Yes. There was a third year in the garden with us that Should probably wouldn't have any issue. She didn't come into the the tomb. Who is this? Nova. Her name is Nova. Oh. Uh, Could we? I'll send for her. Thank you. We will. Try to send her a message without her having to physically be in this room, but that makes sense. Okay. Guys, did you catch one message? Yes, Ambassador. Okay, so she's preparing a message. Um, at this point, it is getting late. The sun is beginning to set as the quad begins to drift into nightfall, and all of the students in their respective dorms are laughing and joking about their first day of classes. They're preparing to go to sleep, and they're maybe bored or frustrated with homework that they have on the first day of classes. How dare he? And as they are maybe grabbing a late cup of coffee or walking among the quad and finding their rooms to sleep, all of you are huddled in Master Zagria's office. All of your phasing has stopped. It is all gone. And she and Gaius have not exhibited any such symptoms either. Um, she says, okay, well, the fact that Gaius and I have been unaffected after several hours suggests that it may have more to do with those who entered the dungeon instead of those who were here in this room. Maybe it will be all right after tonight for you to go back to your home. But we still need to learn more about what this song and what this curse can mean. Um, at this point, um, you have eaten food. Um, what do you eat? I don't know. I'm curious. What, what did you What did you expect? Stew. <laughs> stew. Have a place to cook in the office. Is there yeah, a way to she, make food? She can conjure a small kettle for you to work with. So let's just say that you put hot water in it, and then boom, put some fire on that, and you got yourself a stew. Cool. Hot water stew. Um, guy says, oh. I'm so sorry we didn't stock any additional snacks in here this week. I, we're going to need some sort of vegetable to put in the stew. If only there was some sort of herb or fungus that we could put inside of the stew. <laughs> oh, you mean this? Eat. I have one of those. Yeah, oh, I don't that, care about that it. You can have fantastic. it. fantastic. I'm talking about. Yeah, I've got one as well. Do so you put, a, you put your own right guy in? Bye. Cypress, roll perception. <laughs> roll perception or roll... 
Well, doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> Actually, uh, eight. Eight? Okay, Plus you five. hear the stew boiling and Wisdom. bubbling. How nice. How nice. Anyway, so you have some mushrooms. Anyway. <laughs> stir, stir, stir. You're eating up. Um, later that evening, um, she says, all right, um, I've prepared an incantation that I think all of us should be able to recite. This is an opportunity for me to see much more clearly your individual thoughts. If you are, if you are comfortable with it, it might give me insight into whatever's going on with your bodies as well as with your mind. Um, so he hands you this piece of paper. When you say see our individual thoughts, how deep are you going here? Uh, typically, I mean, what I see is the thoughts and feelings that are most prevalent, the ones that, that are most occupying a person's mind. Understood. Suppose she is the one who gave us the orbs. So, uh, let's, let us begin. And she walks over and she's looking at you, Axios. She says, Axios, are you ready? Yes. She goes to place her hands out so that you can put yours in her hands. They're a little cold. They're a little hard. Scaly. Um, and <laughs> right as she begins, you hear a sound. <laughs> And immediately, immediately outside of the office, you hear a voice. Headmaster Zagria, oh. on behalf of Truthkeeper Prionis and the uh, the Library of Evolution, we would like to ha- uh, we would like you and these students to report to us immediately. Failure to comply will result in immediate incarceration. You have ten seconds to comply. Ten. She looks at all of you and she says, Okay, I didn't think it would take this long. Um, nine. Where's the back end exit? There is no exit here. Is this bad? Are we getting arrested? Eight. She says, Listen to me carefully. The other headmasters may not be trustworthy. What you need to do is find an opportunity to escape and find this burial place. Seven. I'm going to do everything I can to help you get out of here. to take the tone. Six. Uh, 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 coming. Just one moment. Five. Listen to me. I'm going to try to send you as far away from here as possible. I'll get you maybe a few, uh, like a hundred yards heads up. Um, That's enough. You need to stay as far away from others as possible while maintaining your identity. Find resources. If you can network, this is useful, but try to keep off of official registries and guild lists. Three. Yeah, um, um, yes. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm so sorry. She walks over to the door and she opens it and she shuts it behind her. Gaius had followed her to the door and he locks it. She walks out front and she's standing in front of what you now see in front of you. These are four clothed, blue rose clothed people. They're, two of them are humans. One of them is a dwarf and one of them is a, a halfling. But here's one of them, the, the one who's speaking currently. This is what they look like. You can see through the glass of her office that she is addressing him directly. She says, um, um, Melton, um, if there was perhaps a chance for us to reconvene in my personal quarters, he says, I understand the gravity of the matter at stake, Headmaster Zabria. I think that it is obvious to you and I that the best thing for us to do is to take these students into custody so that we can study them. She says, 
I, I feel that it is most important for me to have at least some more time to process this experience that they're going through. The dwarf chimes in, he says, you don't have any jurisdiction over these students more than we do. The, head, the, the truth keeper has declared it, so we will make it known. And she says, okay, let me go and um, just speak to them. Uh, just to help prepare them for what to expect. If, I, I think you know as well as I that if they're in a... You see her lips moving, but none of you can really make it out. Um, I'll let two of you roll for like a crazy high perception. This is here. I have a great perception. Two of you, two of you. Go, go, go. Dirty 20. It's pretty good. Not good enough. She's facing away from you is the problem. Um, so you don't have you don't have lips to uh, despite what I previously said, you don't have the lips to read. You can roll. You should probably roll. Basically get a crit. Well actually that's not true. Negative. Negative. 16. Okay. So you, she's whispering, and then the dwarf, he harumps in place. And then the, this human that was speaking first, um, he says, Fine, investors everywhere. We'll give you 30 seconds. She walks back into the office. She opens it. Gaius unlocks it. Opens, stands inside. And you see the four of them, calm, hands at their sides, waving in the hallway of the faculty quarters. She stands there and she says, students, come, come closer, please. Um, we're not gonna have much time. Even if I were to use all of my magical ability to defeat these powerful wizards, we would doubtless, doubtless have more coming. Um, the people of the Library of Evolution, many of them have teleportation spells that can allow them to get here at a moment's notice. One message from this group and we would be immediately surrounded. Um, I will do what I can. But I need to get to the spell that I need to teleport all of you out of here. And so she starts searching around very casually, calmly, just kind of like, like she's just sort of passively pushing books and looking, but you can tell that she's opening them and secretly seeing which gems are hidden inside of particular ones, and she opens one, and it's empty. She says, Mother of Nisra, I loaned it to Minsford. Okay. I know this one in Professor Mullen's office. I'm so sorry to do this. I need your help. You need to get to Professor Mullen's office down the hall. If I have just moments to open up his safe and get, get this particular spell, I'll be able to get you out of here. Your time's up, Headmaster Zagria. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. One moment. And she says, I also have the ability to modify their memories. So if we can subdue these form, perhaps they will forget what you look like. But we need a distraction. And that's when you hear a familiar voice. You hear from the corner of the freaking room. Well, it seems like you got yourself in a bit of a pickle, huh? Oh, no. <laughs> and Nova, Nova decloaks. <laughs> oh, I love her. She, she, she I'm says, it's you. she says, sorry, I wasn't here sooner. I heard someone talking about me, but 
After everything that happened yesterday, y'all seemed almost too excited, and I heard whispers of something strange that happened at Sky Gems while I walked by, so I thought I would come investigate. Thanks for letting me in on your little uh, song fest here. That was quite lovely. Aegon. If what you are describing is true, if what you're describing is true and you saw something in the garden, She pauses twice. Uyanga, when your eyes glowed just now, um, did you see anyone or you were seeing? Can I roll perception on that to see if I did? Sure. I'm gonna get a dagger. Nice. Uh, 17. It says, he would have looked like he would have looked like me. He would be um, sort of paler, translucent blue skin. He would have had very thick white hair, which he kept short. Um, did you see him walking there? Uh, yeah, in your memory, you saw many things. Your eyes glowing with all these visions. But generally speaking, it felt like it was an endless escalator of very translucent spirits that were ascending up into the heavens. Imagine the scene from Soul where they're like going to go to the big ball of light, right. except they're more full-bodied, right? They're like, they're like walking humans. A 17 is not enough for me to confirm certainly whether you saw him. Um, he says, you know, if, if, you, if you finish this and see him, just tell him that I miss him and I'd like to see him myself someday. Yeah. She turns to Headmaster Zachary. She says, I can do it. You can do what, Nova? I can, I can, I can distract these guards and give the Truth Keeper something to, to chase after for a while. And she says, Nova, that won't be necessary. We can modify their memory. So if they come to and the modify fails, you and I both know that they will continue to have memories of the faces of these six. No. Put my face there instead. That should make it much easier. I am, it will be easy for me to escape them. I'll go to a stole in the north. And if they follow me there, great. I know those mountains like the back of my hand. I should be able to evade them for a long time. Don't uproot your life for our sake. This may not just be about you. I think that there's a chance that I could see my father again, and so I'm going to take that. Uyanga steps forward and she puts her hand on Nova's shoulder and says, I know what it's like to want to see your father more than anything. Good luck. And can I roll Bardic Inspiration for her? Ha! Let's go! Yeah. Well, you're not rolling, but you just give it to her. Yeah, so I give her Bardic Inspiration. Yeah, okay, I will have it. This is uh, Nova's inspiration. Um... So, all this has happened in a pretty short amount of time. I was sort of playing it up. What ends up ultimately happening is the, the man at the front, Nakatin, he looks forward and he goes, That is enough. Please come outside and let the students come and find the truth behind their condition. The students, this, there's nothing to be afraid of. The, uh, a female human that's standing next to him says, We have the most wonderful accommodations that will ensure that you will find the best life for yourselves. 
Very few have the opportunity to enjoy the Library of Evolution. You will get to see it inside and out. Yes, so quit your griping and, and come along with us. I'm going to go back to a person. Sounds like he wants your insides. Headmaster Davia walks forward. All things considered, I don't trust them. And she says, I've never right. trusted them. It's been a while since I've done this. Three, two, one. Roll for initiative. Yay! What is going to happen here as we start combat is, this will be theater of the mind, I'm describing to you what's taking place. Um, you are going to have a surprise round since these people are at the moment not necessarily ready for you to act. These are, um, to your perception, relatively powerful wizards, but... You have numbers and you have the headmaster along with Nova there with you. So I'm going to be playing both Nova and Zagria. Um, I will roll for them in just a moment. But with this surprise round, I need everyone to order themselves on the table. Just go ahead and announce yourselves. 19. 5. 10. 11. I assume the closer to the DM goes first. Bianca, what did you get? I got 19. 5. I got a 10. You're right in I got an 11. I got a 16. Can you write this one, Zagria? Great. So I think that's where we are. And then Lupin and Axel. You go to 12? Oh, 12. And then you'll be ahead of Axel. Where is Nova going? I'll tell you in a second. That'll represent everyone else um, when we get there. So let me roll for the two of them. (laughs) Oh, no. What the sound of that? That was funny. Uh, Okay, cool. So what's the highest number? 19. Uh, Who is right before nine? Or, sorry, who's before uh, 10? Uh, who's I just have before a 10. 10? I, okay, cool. I'm you. five. I'm before 10. I'm, cool. I'm, just, I'm just tracking stuff here. Um, uh, I might just ask you to remind me of your initiative when you take sure. your first turn. Um, uh, but if, if I ask you. Uh, immediately, all of you spring into act. Wait, who's the highest again? I forgot. Aegon. What'd you get? 19. Cool. Immediately, Nova with a nat 20. Nice. nice. She flips. Not literally. She she immediately leaps forward. She pulls two daggers that are throwing daggers from her kit, and then goes at the two uh, at two of the the guys that are in front of you. And <laughs> both of them, uh, yeah, both of them absolutely whiff like crazy. Uh, they they just like and they just clink clink into the ground. And she continues running. She says. Alright, uh, that's her response to that. Warning <laughs> shots. Yeah, they were just warning shots, certainly. Uh, Aegon, get him! I ready my quarterstaff, and I, I go in. Alright! I don't know what the location is. Yeah, so let's describe, let's describe the scene. Relatively congested hallway, part two, like Beatles. Um, we're going to say it's 30 <laughs> feet wide. There are cabinets and bookshelves in, let's say, in arbitrary enough places where you can use them if you wish. There are very small light fixtures that are above going on the hallway. A runner, a rug that goes very far down. It's kind of ornate. Um, you've got two classrooms before, or sorry, two, uh, what are they called? Offices before you get to Molnor's office. In that gap of only 50 feet stands these four, which are, for the most part, basically just standing in a horizontal line. Let's say for flavor that the, the male human is in front, um, and the other three are kind of there behind him. Great. Cool. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to, ready my quarter staff, I'm going to sprint up, and I'm going to clock this dude with an uppercut with my weighted quarterstaff right in, like, the side of his face. Do it! That's why. Nat 20. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> hey, now, nah, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. 
You'll notice that um, he doesn't exactly have like really intense armor on right now. This does, uh, uh, well, I, I don't know how much damage, but it feels like it really, really shook him up. Uh, so you roll the damage die twice, and then you add modifiers after that. Right. Uh, so I assume, oh, it's a d8. Oh, no. Oh! Poor buddy. Oh! Sorry, finish two that. D8s. How much damage? Hang on. We're getting there. It's two d8s. Uh, I have to take what, the dragon. 15. 15 damage? Yeah. Holy moly. Wow, Do you like yeah. hit him twice or just hit him extra hard? I hit him so hard. <laughs> so it hits him underneath the chin right here where it both spins him backwards and upwards. Ow. And you, you just notice that you can hear it. It is, there's like a crack as it, he's like, and he immediately is, is tossed to the side. We're going to say he catches himself, so he's still upright, but it is blood immediately starts sort of like pouring down this <laughs> this this wound you put in the side Ow. of his head. No chance. He looks he looks pretty badly hurt. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. What do you, you you said there was something that you were doing. Uh, um I'm not done with my turn, but Yeah. Do you want me to finish my turn? Logan. Yeah. I want you to roll D100. Help. Help. Uh, I've got two percentage die here. If that would help you. Oh, I have two. I have two percentage die as well. But is this my percentage? Yeah. Yeah, this. Uh, Twenty-four. It is time to reveal the nature of this cursed affliction that all of you face. Oh. Oh. The celestial ascension process, um, according to the very little that you know, merely means that as time goes on, all of you are being essentially sucked into the heavens piece by piece. But instead of it being like like a little like just removed, there are moments where aspects of your physical form are sort of fading in and out as you are struggling to hold on to your corporeal nature. Oh right, yes. A few things happen. First cool. Oh, I guess I never got to the more exciting part here. Um, in addition, the Celestials have a, an infinite amount of fascinatingly chaotic control over the energy that their own Celestial scripts provide. This particular one, the script of Virgo, has its legend. But regardless, all of you have an interesting precar- uh, uh, predicament here. How many of you know what a wild magic sorcerer is? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of you. You should describe for the viewers at home. Yeah, I will. All of you are cursed as wild magic sorcerers. Any time any of you rolls a critical hit on an attack or a skill check, then you will have multiple things occur. Your corporeal lifespan drops. We'll get to that in a bit. Great. In this case, uh, Aegon, your your left foot starts phasing through the floor. And, you ready for this? Your skin turns a vibrant shade of blue. Okay. Well, you look different. Great. As his eyes light up and his energy is being thrown into this attack, you see sparks fly from his eyes, and then as it gets pulled back into his body, his entire skin, bright blue. The brightest blue you've like, ever seen. Almost like 
like effervescent light, like like lights up the hallway kind of blue. It's not literally glowing. Oh, okay. It is merely like cyan blue. Oh no! It is you're very that's gross. You're, you're closer to Nova now. You mad? Oh great! Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she turns to you. And she goes, "Hey, that's my thing." She goes, "Whoa." That's it. That's all that happens. Like, there's not a lot of time to react to things. Right. That's hot. Okay, um, okay so uh, in light of the fact that my foot is phasing into the ground, um, I'm going to now uh, drop to one knee. So this guy is like kind of on his hands and knees, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to drop to a knee, and I'm going to use a key point and unleash a flurry of blows and punch him like... Do just a like a jab, jab, jab uppercut into his like gut. Good, good, good. good. Just yeah. like... Wreck. Destroy. Go ahead, go ahead and roll attack. Um, He's gonna have IBS now. Uh, Fifteen to hit. Uh, Fifteen does hit. Uh, yeah. Hang on, one moment here. I, I, I want you. I guess I. I wish I had said this earlier. Um, Zagria tells you that. Oh, it's two. That you tried. should. <laughs> this is obvious, I hope, but I'm going to make it clear just for your own narration purposes. She made it clear that you are to not kill any of these uh, sorcerers. That it is of the most importance that they remain alive. Because without the modified memory, then suddenly it changes the nature of your mission. Uh, so, just so you know, in light of that, yeah. I'm going yes. to spend a key point on top of that to use a dash action to go okay. punch the human female that was next to him. Yes, you can do that. In the stomach as hard as I can twice. Which is 15 and 14 to hit, respectively. Okay. So you're saying you attack her instead? That's correct. Okay, cool. Um, uh, only one of them hits. So Great. Uh, now you know. AC's 15. Uh, and know. as you are hitting her, how much damage? Uh, D4 plus 4. Uh, 6. Okay. Yeah. You're good. So how close was she to that person? Because I need to figure out whether... Like, oh, okay. So I don't away. need to use a dash in order to hit her? No. Great. I'm not going to then. <laughs> cool. Good choice. So... You yeah, see this Aegon leaps into action, clobbered, phases, trying to, he's like hobbling a little bit, punch, punch, blood coming out of the Malkinton's chin here, and the rest of you, you're still fighting, baby. <laughs> Immediately, it is time for Malkinton's turn. Um, uh, so go ahead and put uh, one marker there for him. Um, uh, yeah, thank you. Sure. I don't want to move. <laughs> Um, so he, he looks at you and he says, um, dare you! Ugh! And he holds a stone from his hand and casts a spell on you. Make a constitution saving throw, my friend. No. Five. Wait, uh, constitution, hold please. That's right. That's a d20. Uh, oh no, I'm actually, I'm actually, I read this wrong. Um, okay. he's, he's making an attack roll. Okay, so a black beam of energy shoots from his hand, <laughs> and it strikes you in the back of the head as you're as you're working against this other human that's here. Mm-hmm. And immediately, um, your body. No, he's doing. He's not doing damage. He's like cursing. Your body. It's as if you know the feeling where you hit your funny bone. It's as if every limb in your body feels this way now, and you feel drained. Okay. You've been hit with Ray of Enfeeblement, Ow. which basically <laughs> deals half dam- You will deal half damage with your weapon, um, with any weapon that uses strength. 
uh, or in this case, unarmed attacks as well, until the spell ends. Uh, at the end of each of your turns, you can make a constitution saving throw to remove Wait. it. Um, yeah. Uh, I can use dex instead of strength for my attack rolls. Because uh, my... That is helpful. Yeah. Swag. He's trying to make you weak and he's direct. I'm a monk. You're, you're using, <laughs> you're you're using speed. Him. Martial arts, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 and then he continues. And as you're sitting there with all this drained out of you, he looks at you and he goes, And take this! And you see as red fire shoots from his hands and uh, launches towards you and also hits you. Um, how are you against fire damage? Uh, I don't any resistances, any special nothing special. Great. But I can reaction do something. I have okay. 14 armor class. I don't know if you have that already. Yeah, I have it. Okay, great. Um, uh, how are you doing? I don't know how reactions work. Uh, you get one reaction per round of combat, right. so you can use it now. So I'm reacting with... Sorry. I'm trying to find it. Um, stones and Endurance. Reduce damage LT by 1d12 plus 2 minutes for short rest. Okay, yeah. This would be that. Um, I guess... Okay, well, I'll uh, tell you, and then you can reduce it. Um, okay. This fire strikes, and you are completely unprotected from it. And it burns your skin, your blue skin. Um, as this pain sears into your flesh, you take 10 points of damage. Um, minus 5? Minus 5, yes. Great. We take those. Yeah, it's a good It's a good use of your... Uh, that's a Goliath perk, right? That's great. Cool. Uh, hey, tough guy. That's, you gotta have a tank somewhere. Yeah. Uh, all right. Finally, uh, whoever's next, go. That's me. Ours just happens. So they're in between us and the office we're trying to get to. Yeah. I'm gonna turn into a bear. Yeah, Drew. <laughs> I'm a bear. I'm a, I'm a, bear. I'm a brown bear. Yeah. You want to turn? Okay. So that's a bonus action, right? She's gonna turn to front. Is it bonus action? I mean, yeah, it's a bonus action for me. Okay. What do you do now? Um, I don't know if you can. Cause you're like roar. Scratch yourself. <laughs> Eat honey. Can I? Like. How many can I just like knock to a wall like out of the way? Like clear a path for us to run through. So it's it's one attack against one person, unless okay. it's an area of effect attack. But it's if you're good. saying I really just want to kind of push all of them, yeah. I'll let you do athletics on it. Okay. With the bears, I suppose. Yeah, if you do extremely well if you do extremely well you can knock them maybe one or two of them from. I'll take that. So it's not an attack, won't do damage, but you might make it easier for um, others to get through. Athletics is a strength check. No, it's a, it, well, find athletics. the find the skill that says athletics, and then you'll. Well, use so that. that wouldn't that doesn't show up on the bear's stats. Oh yeah, yeah. Strength, strength, strength gets added on top of your athletics. Yes. Okay, yes. so that'll just be plus four. Just plus four. Or a nat twenty. Well, Cypress, bear, boom. You start barreling forward, and your Bear. muscles begin to bulge as you prepare to tuck and bowling bash your way through this group of, of poor wizards. Um, <laughs> and as you are doing this, your bear snout begins to phase as colors shoot from your snout. I, um, <laughs> I need you to roll D100, because we're doing a, another one of these. Uh, 94. Cool. Good roll. <laughs> oh, no! Snout, phasing, you, and the sparks begin to fly, and as the light gets sucked back into your body, your size increases by one. Oh, oh my gosh! gosh. You are literally a giant bear. As you nice. start running down this hallway, nice, nice, barreling, nice. and guess what? 
funny enough, the Nat 20's great. You don't even need it anymore. These four get, boom, flattened as you barrel through them, bodies tossed to the sides. You're I'll, do, bad, aren't you? I'll do a little bit of budgeting damage to all four of them, just for yeah. fun. Uh, um, do I get out of the way? It goes in the middle of that. Help. Dex save. Oh, so I keep my Dex mind. Save. Dex, Dex save. Dex save is fair. So, Dex save Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. He's oh, so big oh, that no. it's almost him, impossible to avoid Okay! Um, so what I'm going to say is, I mean, like, so I said 40 feet wide. I'm going to say it is possible. Um, I didn't pick the DC in advance. How hard should it be? 15 might, let's say it's, that's exactly enough. So you, you're looking, you literally, you just got burned and you turn and you see bear. Uh, big bear. <laughs> bear into bigger bear. Bear. Barely down. Feet. Bigger bear. Battle Star Galactic. <laughs> <laughs> so, barely, you're like, boom, no! <laughs> you, you, you do the thing, you like press against the wall flat, and you just, boom. <laughs> I'm um, like leaning slightly because my foot is kind of weird. Yeah, you hear bodies just, <laughs> as they hit the floor and the wall. Can I just dash people. forward? Well, so here's what I'm going to say. Um, Before I do that, I oh. say, follow me. Before I turn into bear. Okay, cool. Plans, follow me. Cool. Um, only one of them even keeps their feet, their footing. We're gonna say that the dwarf does. So all all the other three, the halfling and the two humans, they take a little bit of damage attracted here, yeah. and they they are prone on the ground at this moment. Um, so sick. Uh, you, you can you can still take a dab. Oh wait, you did an action. So no, you can't. You get your you get your bear movement. Uh, Which, by the way, 40 is feet. actually it's actually farther because you're giant. But um, oh, so. let's say 60. You're there. You can, you can there. be there. I made what a action? Why not? Did Did Zagri make it clear we needed to knock them out for the memory? Chain, yeah. Let's or? just say before she you walked out. Like one thing is like no casualties. Like we we cannot. But do kill we anything. have to knock them out? No. Okay. They she can cast it without we, them being. Unconscious. We just need it, to get past them. Is the thing. that's my yeah. question? Usually do we need they need to, to attack these people. Yeah. Or? Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I'll put it this way: um, them being unconscious would make it a whole lot easier. Sure. You okay. could restrain them, but being unconscious is another way to do it. Right. There you go. Okay, whoever's next, go. Uh, that's so sick. We're having a question about whether or not she can turn into fern. It's a werebear. Uh, yeah. Doubt it. No. Okay. Werebear is going to be too high of a CR for her. Uh, if it's yeah. She didn't take so her. So you need. What do you get? One, one half. Fourth. One fourth. Yes. Yeah, so you need to sort these by one quarter. If you want to turn into an animal. If not, I don't know. If a scimitar. Uh, I have a question. Uyanga, can I have your level one emerald? Yes. So okay. I can we just toss that to her. Yeah, uh, bonus action. You're next to each other. Yeah. Um, so you ask for it, I guess? Yes. I'm going to say that it's her bonus action because she's essentially taking it from yeah. you. We don't have to have you both spend a bonus action. So you've used your bonus action and you've taken this spell. What do you do? I'm going to cast it. What's, What's the spell? spell? It is sleep. Sleep. Oh, good. Oh. I was going to use that. I'm glad you thought of it first. Sleep is, a, <laughs> sleep is a funky spell and is a really good choice for this situation. Good okay. job. Um, you're rolling a bunch of dice, and then I am taking the people with the le- least amount of HP, and then I'm basically stacking them up to see how many people you knock out. Okay. That's so generally how would, would I be able to make a bit of an argument that they're lying prone after just being hit by a giant bear? They and might therefore. be... Disadvantage no. against a no. DC? This one's weird because it's literally just about hit points. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. So he did damage. So uh, a D8. Yeah, that's correct. This is a D10. Also correct. Here's a D8. This one. Yes. Yeah, okay, so I'm rolling a I'm roll five D8. The yep. total is how many hit points? Of- I'll help you. 
Yeah, a yeah. little, little bit of math here. Six? Nine. Is that a d10 you got there? Oh, no. Okay, never mind. I missed, missed nine, it. So that's 16. Seven, uh, 24. Eight, one more. Six, nine, seven. Wait, no, it was a six and a three. Five, five. Not a six and a nine. Yeah, it was a six and a three. Okay. Yeah, he did the math. Just give me the spot. Six, three, seven, eight, five. Uh, Sleep nine. math. What? It's good for uh, you. Nine, 16, uh, 24. 29. 29. Okay, 29. So, you hold this. This is an emerald? Yes. Okay, you hold this emerald in your hand, and you yeah. cast it. And you see, oh, yeah. as a spray of, like, like basically glitter, basically, like these little celestial-looking signs, shoot forward. And they fall over the people that are in front of you. And you notice that the uh, Malkatin, the male uh, leader, let's that say, guy? Yeah, and his female uh, human, assi- like a, 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 a colleague there, both of them, they fall asleep on the floor as they've been knocked over nice, by, nice, nice, by nice. Cyprus. By so, Big Bear. Uh, they're both unconscious. They will be asleep Sweet. for... Uh, uh, one minute? It is one minute, exactly. Yeah, okay. One minute. Okay. Uh, all right, good job. Um, next up is is Headmaster Zagria. Um, she is going to run forward, and she does two things. So she casts uh, uh, produce, uh, not produce flame. She casts what's it called? Fireball. Flaming orb. Uh, I need the stats on that. Flaming spear. Whatever. So she casts it and hurls it, and flings it at the gim- the so to say Gimli, the dwarven character there on the, on the ground. On the ground, um, she has advantage because he is prone, um, and uh, thank goodness too because she would have missed. Um, and the flaming spear, she throws it in this direction and it starts doing this burning damage to him. He's like, ah, ah, and. Uh, it actually doesn't do that much damage. It does five total damage. Oh, yeah, we're not trying to kill him. Cool. Okay. And then she continues to run forward, and then she casts uh, a a. It's called Wall of Wind. Uh, so she puts a pr- protective like barrier in front of you. You can still run through it, um, but it is primarily to defend you. Uh, that's all. She's done. Next up. Axios. Okay. So here's the thing. I don't really want to attack anybody. I want to assess the situation and use my claws and rip the front of one of their robes so that they're embarrassed. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, and then they can't fight. Overall, I would say that that is a great, incredible solution. Fascinating strategy. So two of them are asleep. One of okay. them just got burned. Go for the floor. One of them's standing. One of them's on the ground. Go yeah, the halfling. Who's the one that's standing? The halfling. Easy peasy. You can read. Giant claw. Okay. Giant claw. So you run, you run up the hill and just... <laughs> yeah. Rip his claws off! You're giving me an unarmed attack, essentially. Yeah, but my unarmed attacks are extra because yeah. it's literally yeah. my oh, claws. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, um, I, I would not want to get punched by a lion. Well, I got, <laughs> I got an eight, so there's that. That does not hit. I just kind of missed. <laughs> yeah. I go... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I didn't do anything. Right. Dash forward, though. We're trying to get through. Okay, I dash forward also. Okay, yeah, that's fine. You can do that. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, yeah, you do that. 
Okay, cool. That's Whoever's next. Goal. That's me. Uh, so, fun fact, I actually do have two hand, uh, two weapon fighting. Cool. Uh, we clarified that before. Fighting. So, what I want to do is, uh, I guess the halfling that she's, you're within five feet of, because you just ripped clothing. No, I just dash, dash afterwards. Okay. My bad. Is anyone within five feet? I am. Hey, am, am I, have am I within away. five feet of that halfling? Yes. What's that? Am I within five feet? Yeah. Okay, great. Cool. Pretty well, go. no, because y'all went split so. Oh, oh, okay, so he's over. on the other side. Yeah, we're going to say he's on the other side. Roger. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the side of the burning dwarf. Yeah. Within, <laughs> I need to <laughs> I roll for dank oh, dwarf no, no, you'd be on the side with the... Is he still prone? People. Who's prone? The, the dwarf is, yeah. Half-length dwarf. Two people asleep, yeah, the bear dwarf. at the end of the room, we'll the you're sitting next to the dwarf. I'm, I'm going to run for it, flip my daggers over, so I'm hitting with the, 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 the pommel, is that yeah. the word for that? And try to, like, <laughs> knock him out. Guess what? Uh, well, prone enemy is an auto crit. So, go nice. ahead and roll double damage. Dope. And sneak attack? How does sneak, does sneak attack get doubled on the first one? Technically, yes. it's still a sneak attack, yeah. This well, it's because you have an advantage, right? So it just... So yeah, it automatically hits, so I don't think that counts. Didn't we have a bonus action? Like a surprise Was round? Nova the bonus action? The bonus the surprise round. Yeah, surprise why did Malkatin go in Yeah, why did I get hit? Round? That's a good point. Um really they needed to take a turn before they all got knocked out. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, right. okay, we're fine, we're fine. You got the first moves, how about that? I, I suppose that's out. Plus five for each of those. What? It's a one D four plus five. So I roll a d4. You roll a d4 twice, and then add the and five. Add five. Was, okay, so that's eighteen plus sneak attack. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I mean, a so you have advantage, which means you get sneak attack, which means that you get that extra damage. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of damage. You can choose <laughs> twenty six damage. Twenty six yeah. damage, and I'm gonna unconscious him. <laughs> so it turns if I out, can. it turns out that is enough damage. Um, so oh you, you watch this. You watch this. Airy runs forward, flip, flip, and she just goes, <laughs> and he's just wow. Get him. We're snapping in the back. Get him. But it's not a And that was sick. Aegon, Aegon, as he falls in front of you, um, he's not very dang. The, the dwarf not is a very not on fire, but yeah. he's not... No, he doesn't smell he's very dang. On fire. He's got excellent hygiene at the, at the Library of Evolution. I suppose it is. Yeah. Very clean. This is important. It's important. I think I think hygiene is important if you're like a like a head scholar. Yeah. Know, like Even if you're like... An anyway, he's unconscious on the floor now. Um, uh, who's so we've got one standing. Uh, we only have the, the half is, correct? No, I'm... Yes. No, the dwarf was... Oh, no, you hit the dwarf. No, you just knocked out the What did you roll? I rolled a five. Okay, no. They go before you. Okay. But since many of them are knocked out, that leaves the halfling. Um, which I think is funny. Sure. Um, and he's no way. Sorry, actually, was my bad. So he looks at all of you, and this this halfling's got like really scraggly hair. Um, uh, it's also under his hood, but his hood's like literally just taller because it's, he's got so much hair going on there. And he he turns to uh, you, and he says, um, he says, scatter. And he's cast a spell on you, and I need you to make a constitution save. Okay. I'm not very hardy. Twelve. Hard to make so Cool. So... Okay. Um, you notice that under your cloak, bugs begin to manifest. And are yeah! Crawling yeah! 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 Yeah
they start, they start biting into oh. your flesh, and you randomly run in the Fire. direction Fire. of. You run diagonally back into the middle of the hallway towards your uh, allies in the in Zagary's office. Um, uh, we're gonna say by fifteen feet. Um, you only take four damage, so there you go. Um, and then he turns. He turns and he looks at Uyang and he says. Gata! Roll Constitution save. <laughs> it's a bonus bug. Yeah. They're all sorcerers. Not the bonus bugs. Constitution. Gotta get that. Gotta get that bugs per minute. Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen is exactly enough. Um, yes. You uh, you uh, feel these bugs crawling on you, and what do you do? What do you do? Um. <laughs> I like immediately drop to the ground and roll over. Drop and roll. Push, 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 push. As all of them are knocked out, um, you can. We can say you're still standing at the starting yeah. turn. You're up. What do you do? Okay. And then, by the way, I'll narrate that you know you've got the the sort of the the, fe- the female human lying on the floor and she's like hunched up against the wall where she got knocked and she's like. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's what the other guy says. That's what the halfling says. Alright, cool. Uh, Uyanga. It's better for okay, help. so... Who has the magic missile tier 1 sapphire? That is a good question. Sapphire. Magic. It is owned by... I don't know. Did you want to do sapphire? Yeah. Uh, Ari uh, owns it. Uh, yeah, I have it. Ari Okay. Um, Ari's nearby, close to me now. We're going to say, yeah, that's true. She actually ran back yeah, towards you. Yeah, she ran randomly. back towards me. So, um, I go, Ari, Sapphire! Yeah, she'll have to use one. You're going to have to use your bonus. Okay, yes. I don't have one. So, I, so. I use... Um, she has Firebolt and Magic Missile. They're both tier zero. Oh, no. They're tier one, yeah. Um, so, I use Magic Missile... And I direct all three of them towards the halfling. <laughs> uh, yep, you do that. Uh, go ahead and yep. roll three d one d fours. Three d fours. Fat d ones. <laughs> I wonder what you'll get. It's a one. I can imagine her just throwing marbles in there. Oh, it's a one. <laughs> just have a one painted on them. Yep, on the entire outside. That is ten points of damage. Wow, that's yeah. So you see, so th- this is four damage that, that shoots out. And you hear, Ten poof, points. Poof, poof, as these force damage just strikes this halfling uh, across the body multiple times. I will note that. Yeah. He looks he looks like he's hurt, but not like super, super badly hurt. Uh, okay, who's next? Uh, Is that it? Bottom of the round? Yeah. Uh, top of the round, Malkatin. Uh, oh, I guess Nova was Nova's first. Sleep. Nova, Nova continues running forward, and you see her grab this halfling, and she's going to grapple him. Um, Throw him against the wall. And... Succeeds and just yeah. goes, boom, and throws him against the wall. And then you see her do pull, actually very similar move to what you had just done, Ari, where she is holding him with one hand and is able to drop and grab. So she's <laughs> like this, drop, drops it in such a way where she can grab the other side and goes, uh, and basically just double smacks him across the face here, and one misses. She's not having a good day. Uh, the other one hits and does. Uh, uh, seven points of damage here, and he is, he seems like he's kind of just, just holding on. So, and he's, he's, she's grappling him right now. Um, and that's her turn. Who's I'm next? I'm going to run up, and Malkatin's I'm going to... sleeping. 
in his teeth burned, right? He's yeah. got like a, he's got, oh no, he's clocked, he's bleeding. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. like sleeping. He's not doing great. He's not having a good day. Uh, I'm going to run up to Nova grappling this halfling, and I'm going to be like, Nova, drop him! And I'm going to reach over to the wall, and I'm going to grab a bookshelf. And I'm going to grab this halfling, I'm going to push him into the bookshelf and throw it down on top of him. Okay. Um, so, 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 um, so she's holding him, which means that you're going to have some advantage. Uh, roll advantage on your attack. It's unarmed. And then I'm going to make you roll an athletic check to see if you can do all the other cool That's stuff. Nat 20. Wow. You're hobbling forward as your left foot is phased through the ground here. Um, but as you hop forward, you, you say, Nova, drop him! And then your face starts phasing out. Yikes. Uh, wait, do you want me to roll more for sense? Shivering in place, roll D100. Uh, 67. 67. <laughs> I didn't think I'd have to fall at this table so many times. Um, so, you say, Nova, drop him! And she drops him. And as you start running forward, you look at this halfling, and his face flickers up at you. And in your mind, you see bugs crawling out of his eye sockets. <laughs> no, I don't! They crawl out of his socket back into his mouth. I don't like and bugs! He swallows them and he looks like a Herculean beetle. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm gonna kill this dude! Oh, no. But you're not. You're frightened of this girl, oh, and no. you can't walk any closer. As you start going in for this attack, you are so afraid, but you did hit, right? Obviously, this is happening right. because you rolled a nat 20. So you go in, and you're like, drop him, and he drops him, and you go mid-swing, and we're just going to say you give him a good clock. But in the middle of your punch, all of this happens. <laughs> And you see the guts of the be- of the beetle on his mouth <laughs> splatter against your hand as you punch him in the face, oh. and he gets lifted into the air. Don't roll; he's knocked unconscious. He- that's enough damage, and you are afraid of the unconscious body that is now oh, on the ground. Yikes! Aegon. Ah! <laughs> hey, uh, to, to your perception, bugs continue to crawl out of the tips of his fingers. Uh, into his ears and now out of his eye sockets. It's just a half leg. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. Let's go. Let's go. The blood that falls from his chin as you punch him is lavender. <gasps> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to put my body in between his like line of sight to. You're gonna try to physically block him. I got, I got bad news for you. I got bad news for you. He's tall. Uh, so he, you clock him. You cannot walk any closer to him. He's in between you and Molnor's office, FYI. Um, but, um, but he is unconscious. Can I kind of grab him by the collar and just phase through his face a few times? <laughs> yes, you do that. Aegon, get a hold of yourself. Okay, I th- from this what? point, every 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 combatant on their side is either unconscious or unconscious in a different way. Um, and so we're oh, now out of combat. Zagria right. looks at all of you. She seems. Oh, that was. Mighty fine work, if I have to say. Uh, Nova says, y'all kick butt. Let's go. Uh, and she starts running down the hallway to break into his office. So Is no one else seeing that? No. Um, no Eric, give me the fireball. We're no. moving on. We're moving on, Aegon. Um, Nova, how do I get around that? 
I don't know. I've never had someone be afraid of an unconscious well, body before. The wall? Can you just like, go to the other side of the hall? I did kind of. I'm gonna say punch him, him into forward. the. I'm gonna say he punched him forward just because you were running from that. I was gonna direction. punch him into the. Oh, that's actually not true. You were running from across from the. Yeah, from I was the other gonna side punch him into. All the... right, fair enough. You punch him into the wall. You can you can, the see, you can like, you can, like okay, side Okay, can I can I like go okay. as we're I'm yeah. assuming we're I'll all running yeah. towards yeah. Mulner's yeah. office. So Nova's already <laughs> there. She she had the highest initiative. She sprints forward and she already has um out of the the, the hilt of her handle, she pulls and it's a lock pick and she jams nice. it into the socket and she goes <laughs> Man, and Nova says Nova you look more experienced at this than you than I would imagine you should <laughs> oh, be. Yeah. And she says yeah, uh, well, um, anyway, it's open now. <laughs> Into the office you go, crystal ball in the corner. Anyway. You see various um, bookshelves there. You see papers on the desk, a safe in the corner, Nova already on it. She says, Nova, I have the code to the safe. She's like, I thought I would just, you know, give it a crack myself so you see what happened here. And uh, let's see if you get it. No. Uh, <laughs> Nova's not she, She's day. twisting, twisting, twisting. She's like, uh, you know, it's probably one of the newer, you know, safes anyways. Uh, what, uh, you, you can, hey, hey, uh, Headmaster, why don't you take it? Um, and she says, thank you, Nova. Opens. She looks inside, and you notice immediately, these are larger gems than what you've seen, even in her own uh, administrative office. These are these are definitely supposed to be used for much more particular occasions. And you see as she takes um, a, a larger diamond and a larger sapphire and a larger uh, topaz, and she pulls them out, and she looks at them very closely, and you can tell that she listens to one of them, too. Okay, these will do. Um, let me let me go back real fast, and, and I should be able to help out with uh, with the problem of them remembering your faces. Go back to the hallway, and she goes to each one of them one by one. Malkatin, the human. You've got the the human female. You've got the the male uh, uh, halfling and the dwarf that's on the ground, and and she goes over all of their minds, and she puts this there. And before she starts on the first one with Malkatin, she looks at Nova. She says, Nova. I do not fear for your skills. I do not mistrust. I do not uh, uh, lack faith in your skills. But if these people use their resources and find you, well, you know what could happen. And she says, "Yeah, I know. Um, I've heard lots of stories, but it's really hard to catch this one." So she goes, "All right." One by one, the minds of those asleep or unconscious begin to. And they start breathing more easily, even those that were injured in combat. Deep breaths. She says, okay, I've done my best. They should mostly remember this encounter as being one between us, myself, you, Nova, and them. She looks at the rest of you, and she says, and then she looks at you specifically. You have two parts of your body that are phasing right now, shimmering in place. Blue skin. Permanent, by the way. I don't know if I made that clear. It's permanent. Your blue skin is permanent. Um, Pretty hard. A minute later, you return to your normal size. Okay. So you are now your normal size. Uh, <coughs> but I, I stay blue for an hour. What's that? It, oh, it's like normal size bear. No, because no. it lasts. Oh no, an hour. You, yeah, but as a, you go from a giant bear to a normal bear. Oh, a normal bear. Um, she she looks at the rest of you and she says, "If the stars have a will for you, and if Virgo is trying to find her way home." for the first time, then I would think that the stars could guide you as well. Let me see what I can do. She casts, she takes the sapphire in her hand, or I'm sorry, she takes the diamond in her hand and she starts um, looking over it and then goes, and you see that a beam of light points from the diamond out the window and into the sky. 
And as you look past that light, it points to a very particular star. And she says, I asked this spell to reveal where the celestial energy from that scroll was coming from. And if it is coming from that direction, that might be the best place to start. Find allies, find resources, but try to stay safe. Creonis's forces will be trying to find you. It would be wise if you went by different names in public from here on out, in case the spell didn't work, or in case that modify memory didn't work. And she looks at Gaius and she says, which takes me to the next problem. Gaius? Uh-huh. Yes, I'm Master Zagria. It seems clear that you and I were not affected by this spell. We've had several hours, and despite all of them exhibiting this, this affliction at one point or another, sometimes multiple times, you and I seem to not be affected. I think it will be reasonable for us to stay here for now. I can look after the conservatory and be here in case you need to contact me. Gaius says, And I can stay too? Yes, guys, you can stay here with me. Oh, okay. Um, well, I, uh, hmm. you know, everything I said about that study abroad program, I, 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 I'm sure, I'm sure I can get to later in the future. This is sort of a better look for me, I think, for now anyways. Uh, and Zagria looks back at you, and I'll put her image here. And she says, that takes me to the final step. These were not even mid-rank officers in Prionis' forces. These were merely messengers that had low-level spells they could use in case things got rough. I don't think they were expecting all of us to attack them at once. When Prionis gets word of, when Prionis gets word of this, he is going to send everything he can after you. It is possible that securing the very last celestial script in existence will be the crowning achievement of his time as the truth keeper. I repeat that I do not think he has your best interest at heart and you need to be safe. Unfortunately, he has the same powers that I do. My ability to modify these soldiers' memories is similar to his ability to read mine. Which brings me to the hard part. She comes to Gaius. She says, Gaius, it's going to be really important for now that we forget our memories of these six students. So that way, Prionis doesn't have access to any of our memories of what happened here tonight. Gaia says, uh, 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 <laughs> Yes, Headmaster. Um, one question, though. Do it, 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 you, you think I might remember um, before tonight? Like this afternoon, or, or earlier today, or yesterday? Uh, and she, she looks at me and she says, I, I would imagine that the best plan would be for us to forget as much as we can about these six, so that way they can be safe, their names and faces obscured from Prionis's eyes. And Gaius goes, oh, okay, okay, okay. Gaius, we won't forget you. Huh, yeah. And we're going to come back It's okay if you forget about me. A lot of people forget about me. I won't. Oh. <laughs> he, he, he's, his hands are pulling together and he goes, Okay, yeah. All right, I'll be here and you'll be there and come back here and come back here. Please? We'll come back. We promise. Zagria smiles and she holds his little halfling hands <laughs> and says, Okay. Let's say goodbye. Okay, goodbye. 
His eyes glaze, and he breathes deeply. And she turns to the rest of you, and she says, Okay. This is goodbye for now. But it doesn't have to end here for all of us. I, um, when I'm finished with myself, there'll be a short period of time where all of you need to escape. Um, I'll use the spell to get you as, as far away from here as I can without hurting you, and then um, you'll have a record of our memories. You can bring them back to myself and guys. Do not let that information fall into the wrong hands. So she pulls out a regular runic stone. This is just like a regular rock, not crystal. And she holds it to the diamond. And you see that the diamond she just held to Gaius's face into it, and runes begin to appear, and then she flips it over. She holds it in her hand. She goes, Okay, good luck. I wish you well on that journey. Um, do I have the book? <laughs> yes, let's say that you have the book. Okay. You, you grabbed it before you went out into combat. That makes sense. Yeah. So um, she, yeah, go. And Master, I, I don't know how to thank you enough for the help. I know I speak for all of us. This is more than we thought we'd get up to on the second day of class. But between you and Gaius, it's been a good stay. And know that you'll find us when you're safe, or find a way to let us know. It's yeah, I'll, I'll send you a message or something, huh? Please. I've got my people. I'm sure you've got your people. And if all of you were as tough as you were in that fight, then I only have crabs. He <laughs> 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 says, if all of you were as tough as you were in that fight, I don't know if I'll find you again at some point. Take care, okay? She says, all right, Nova, it's time for you to get out of here. You're here. Pounding on the front door of the officers of the of the faculty uh, lounge, and suddenly a voice. Headmaster Zagria! She says, it's time for you to leave. It's time for you to leave. Um, she then immediately pulls the stone, puts it in your hand, Uyanga, and she goes, good luck. She takes a sapphire, casts it. Actually, it's a topaz. Casts it. You see that a, a portal, literally a portal, just imagine a portal, glowing, circular thing floating in the air, appears in front of you. And it is standing there, and she goes, she goes, good luck to all of you and her eyes glaze, and her neck sort of slumps in place. And she's barely holding her balance as she is breathing deeply. And you notice that with the last effort she's consciously mustering, she pushes the stone to this runic, the gem to this runic stone you're holding. Runes begin to appear on it, and then her hand slumps, and the diamond falls out of her hand and onto the floor. Its, it's magic fades, um, and then you hear footsteps. Go. And Nova says, You better start running. What are you doing here? I run through the portal. We're running. Yeah, we're all running. Good luck, Nova. She says, You too, sport. 
Fog cloud in front of her. Fog cloud in front of her as the entire office begins to fill with fog, and you hear her break a window as the rest of you run through the portal. You can made you feel. Portal outside. Two hundred feet away, you appear at the very edge of a forest that is just on the outside of the property. Something you could see. From the office itself, but is now you're now essentially like two thirds of a football field away. So just All right. into the forest line, and you hear yelling. Search the entire premises. I want every dorm searched. You go to that garden. You you go into that forest. The rest of you, faculty, you. And do you see people being ordered left and right? And from just a short distance away, you see. Cringies? Cheese Stop! Gonna be cream cheese. <laughs> gonna be cream cheese. <laughs> you see, just for a glimpse, as the fire that was thrown into the hallway is now lighting more of the building ablaze, and some of them are putting it out with their various spells. You see, in the flickering of the fire, the man giving orders. He looks like this. Oh, with no. a large staff in hand and ornate uh, long blue white cloaks and robes. He is commanding right. others. There! I need them alive! And so... He kind of looks like Derek's dad. Oh, as as oh, he Derek's begins ordering, you all begin, I presume, sprinting into the forest. Yes! You got a whistle have two for, pets for that I, pets. No, no, no. Okay. I have a whistle. <laughs> I have a whistle. Okay. I assume Fern and Sar have been out in the paddock. Yep. And so I'm like whistling as well, like an actual physical whistle that I like keep in my belt pouch. Okay. And so I am whistling, like I have taken out and I'm blowing as hard as I possibly can. Um, To give uh, a more clear idea of what's going on here, you went straight west. So if you see where the faculty lounge is on the west side, mm-hmm. you went directly into that forest. We're going to say that there's a wall, but there's it, forest continues beyond that. So mm-hmm. it is your safest way out unless you try to do some sneaky building sneaky sneakiness. Um, your horse is, I mean, about five, well, let's call it almost a thousand yards south of you right now, assuming he's in the stables, which is where he would be. Um, sure, sure. Yeah, your whistle might be able to get to him. Um, Horses have very good hearing. I know this. Um, <laughs> let's do it. I was just ah! howling. To because I'm the <laughs> best and nicest DM you've ever had, roll performance. <laughs> <the whistle. laughs> you are the best and nicest DM I've ever had. You want to howl? Yeah, go ahead. Oh! Do you want to roll performance? 23! Yeah. Nice. Well, you probably want to use animal handling, right? Since yes. You're and all 23, <laughs> Sam. 23. 23. Very nice. I'm That's awesome. So you rolled an 18, horse. which meant you would have probably gotten that with, yes. with uh, uh, animal handling. Animal handling? I have Sar. She's here. She's coming. She will be here. Well, so we're going to have a whistle and a howl here. Yeah. Nat 20. Okay. 25. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. So go. you... Muster your, you like arch your back and really try to take the stance of someone who is preparing to do a full howl. And as you pull your neck back and you howl, the sound echoes perfectly. And, and this is going to be very important, um, it sounds exactly like a wolf. Just perfectly like a wolf. And your entire, the, the ridge of your back 
shimmer sparkles as you start phasing. Oh, um, boy. And as you are howling in the moonlight at the Celestial Conservatory, why don't you roll a d100 for Oh, my. 30. Those are two d8s. No. This is a this is a percentage die. This is a 10. Oh, that just looks like a d8. Okay, 30, you say. Um. <laughs> okay, cool. You arch your back and you start howling and then you feel your feet like flicker and you now can teleport 60 feet in any direction. What? Just constant? No, just once. Okay. Yeah. That's very cool. You don't have you to can teleport to any place you can see within 60 feet. Right now? Now? Yeah, that, it happened. It will happen. So just oh. pick a spot. You don't have to Sweet. really go anywhere. Into the, I mean, into the forest. Yeah, we're all running towards just, the forest. You can also teleport. It says up to you. You can teleport zero feet. Oh. You just teleport in place? You should teleport. I'm just going to teleport That's forward. Cool, cool. you teleport running. forward into the forest. So, so, so arch back, light, shimmer, <laughs> light gets pulled back into your body, and then <laughs> you teleport into the forest. And you're still shimmering right there. Oh. Hello? <laughs> Great. Um, I right. imagine we're all like sprinting and dashing yeah. as all this stuff. Yeah. Like, With a performance of 20... Yeah. By the way. Yes. Yeah, still there. Um, you are all in the forest, and what has now happened is people are searching, and the moment that you whistle and howl, you hear someone say, Hey! What was that? Someone's whistling in the forest! <laughs> and immediately, you can, if you were to stay and see, you begin to see that at least two people are now coming towards the forest in your direction. Um, time to go. It is to your perception, because you know your animals very well, and you both rolled really well, so you can trust in your own perfor- relative performances, that they will be able to find you. They, they know you well enough. We're just going to say that. Um, they're going. They're not going to just beeline for you, but they are definitely trying to find you as soon as possible. Um, so you don't see them. You don't hear them. They're too far away, but we're going to assume that that is happening. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What if we run south? So we're, because they both are south, so we mm-hmm. could run south along the wall until we see them. To get to the wall and run south? That takes us <clears> out <throat> of the forest. Well, but that if we... That does get us out of the cover of trees. But if we get to them in time, he's still bare. <clears throat> we're going to have a, we're going to have a wolf and we're going to have a horse. I bet we can fit six of us onto three animals and that will get our speed faster. Yeah, and that means we can run faster. You're a little large. Oh, another big. idea? So, so you could probably just run alongside us, though, because you have a little bit more speed than us. Anyway. We can, we can also split up oh. and, like, three of us go ahead and stay in the forest and go hop over the wall while the other three, like... No, nah, fam, we're not splitting the party. Right. Oh, I will point out just for convenience that the, the light that was revealed to you, it will fade very soon, but let's just say that you're my... Ooh, two of you will survival. I'm oh, going to do that's something probably, very That's probably best for the druids to do it, but imagine yeah. druids have plus, plus five. Three plus one. That's a plus one. It's a 22. 22. Do either of you have a skill in cartography? 21. Like if you uh, like have a background in like cartography or exploration? Do them or... The whoever's yeah, rolling. Oh yeah, it's those two. Give her it would be in your features, right? Remind me what you're watching. I doubt. I, I doubt it. I uh, say it. I'm just letting you know that it would, this is a role that involves uh, understanding it the place. It adds... So, no. Okay. So whenever I use it... Are you ready? ready? I need all of your attention up to the world map. Oh, boy. The star oh boy. is not very close, but it's also not extraordinarily far. The fun thing is that your roll... Who, what did you guys roll? 22. 21. 20, wow, okay. That, this will be very helpful for you yeah, guys. Yeah, um, As the light begins to fade, you need to, with your mind's eye and understanding of the movement of the heavenly bodies, triangulate, generally speaking, the position that it is trying to point you towards. 
So depending on how uh, low your roll was, I was going to give you a wider compass on the world map and then trace, or not literally trace, but make a circle around where you think that this is. Instead, I am merely going to give you a very small compass uh, because you have a really good understanding of where these stars are moving. Congratulations, druids, um, both of you. So, you ready? The starlight shoots out the Celestial Conservatory, which, by the way, is right here. Cool. Are we the only ones who can see that? What's that? Are we the only ones who can see the, the light coming from that diamond that Jagger had? Oh, no. It, it's it's a real regular light that is shooting oh, into the sky. It's, it's going to go away pretty quickly. Um, it's already fading by the time the others get here. But, yeah, maybe you could presume that someone saw it. Who's to say? You ready? You're here? And... But the, your understanding, your understanding, uh, Cyprus and uh, uh, Lupin is that the star's relative location that is trying to be indicated to you is about... So I'm not saying the center of this is correct. I'm saying it's in this area. Right? Oh, that's actually pretty big. I need something slightly smaller than this. Do you want the base of this thing? Yeah, sure. I like this. Right. Can so we, like, not... pencil trace that on the map? I will do it on the labeled map. Okay, chill. But I don't want to just, like, have yeah, a yeah, draw yeah, pen yeah, on, my, yeah. on my map here. So, it's a very nice map. So, um, we'll indicate this on the map in the player's hub if you want. To, if anyone wants to click over to Notion and check that out. But it looks like it is northeast of this town, which you know to be called Starstep, um, at the base of what is referred to as the something mountain, the... Heavens? No, this is Heaven's Gate. Um... Oh, yeah. Well, you'll just have to go and find out, I guess. Oh, maybe, maybe you don't know. Uh, so, there you go. Here, here's that. And you know that you are on the west side of campus. So, eventually, you're trying to go east to hit the road and head that way. we got to go north. Well, no, we could go south and go around, and then... Either way, we have the to... The entrance go. to the conservatory is in the south. They'll be monitoring the roads. We should go north. North will woods. take us near our home. That's true. We can't stop... We have no time. But is there anything that we need there? With. You continue to hear voices in the forest behind you. Um, here, you take the eastern side. I'm going to go north. They're splitting up. It seems like they're going to comb the forest. So we're currently in the woods. Yeah. We're at the wall. We're at the wall. At the wall. We are at the, the yeah, wall. Yeah, you get to the wall pretty quickly. Right. It doesn't uh, take that long. Can I roll like a perception check on the wall to see if it's sturdy enough, if both of the miners swing their axes at it, how long it would take to get through? To break it. How, how tall is it? It is 20 it? feet tall and it is made of stone. Is it climbable? Yeah. Is it stone? It's not easy, but you can figure some way over it. Does it look like it... Oh, is it climbable? Solid? I don't know. Like, if we were to swing pickaxes at it, would it be feasible that we could get through? Um, it looks not very climbable. Right. Seems a little hard. Can Aegon throw my me and my fairy wings as I float up around the wall to tie a rope on the wall and drop it down? Maybe. You're pretty light. Yeah. yeah. You've never tried it. You can give it a shot. Okay. Uh, what, what Could I roll? bear climb the wall? I would roll strength. No. Doubtful. You would roll strength. You would so, all of you have, all of you have maybe, maybe 60 seconds before someone may find you here. I'll roll luck for them to see if they happen to come in your direction. Okay, I'm but a, you're running out of time. I'm okay. going to try to climb the wall as a bear. Do it. I'm gonna throw her. Okay. Do you want me to roll athletics? It is athletics. Okay. Great. Uh, so would that is a thirteen. Cool. Um, 
Um, so you take her and you throw her. It's only 20 feet. It's not like super tall. Your arms can reach up and grab it. You need to perform... It's, it's athletics. Uh, athletics as well to pull yourself up. Keep going. Okay, so would a bear be proficient in climbing? Because I have a proficiency bonus, but I didn't yeah, tell you proficient is. You're a bear. Okay, so it's a nine. <laughs> ha! Your bear body uh, is clawing at the wall and is too slippery, and you are not getting over it right now. I got a 17 for athletics. Great. You, so, you grab it. You quickly pull yourself up. You have 45 seconds until they get here. They're on a rope! I threw it on my 50 foot rope. <laughs> Great. Do you, like, jump to the other side? I'm going to, is there anything on top of the... Yeah, like it seems like there's like posts. Or anything? It Are there seems like there's connellations and well, posts. Well, because you beeline to the wall, let's say for luck, if there's one close by. No, it's not close by. Okay. There, it's too far away to okay. be worth moving to. Um, you jump down the other side and. Can I? Turns out there's a tree really close by. Okay, on the other side. to the tree? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay so, so tree, tree, why don't you give me a dexterity check? This didn't Can go I climb well a tree then. on this side and then try and jump bad. to the wall? That? Can I climb a tree on our side with my claws and just like jump to the wall? There's not one very close, but if you make a really good long jump, maybe you can. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay. easier for all of, all just of us to right. just climb the rope. Great. Tied it. Thrown it. You have 30 seconds until they arrive. Let's all We've roll. We've got a rope. we got to go. Yeah, Who's let's first? all roll. I'm going to try it again as a bear. Just one more time. Uh, Yes. That'll take another, let's say, 20 seconds. So Just literally sure. 30 seconds So y'all away. keep... Y'all... Yeah, just keep going. Who's first? Last. Go. Okay. 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 I'll go. Y'all just gotta start rolling. You're running out of time. Yeah. I'm gonna go up last. I'll go. Hey, have you checked the wall over there? I'm on it. I'm going. Wait. Twelve. Dirty twenty. I'm climbing last. No. All right. Then I'll. You make it. You get over first. Uh, what is it? Athletics. It's athletics. Oh, uh, that's a nineteen. Cool. You also make it. You you are scurrying over this wall. I I got a nat one. You so you go third. You you go up the rope and you slip and fall and you are now back at the bottom. You have to collect yourself. It takes another fifteen seconds. Like take that all that takes fifteen seconds. You three yep. have at this moment ten seconds. I'm. I also, I also crit failed. By the way, you also fall. You are five seconds behind him. So. Yeah, I guess now I'm going to say all of you. You three have ten seconds left. So I'm much more athletic Wait, than the bear. Hey, I see something over there. They're scaling the wall! Is there entangle? Can you cast a spell? I entangle on the Nine. guards? Yeah. Is there a rock on They're the ground? They're running in your direction. We... You're running out of time. Okay, then I'm I guess gonna... I'll de-bear and use entangle. I'm going to try and... Can, can, can I see them? Yeah. Okay, then I'll... Let's say they're... I mean, I said 10 it's seconds, so they're 30. Spell. They're, uh, that would be 60 feet away. It's in... Do yeah, I know the direction they're spell. coming from? Which direction? Do I know the direction they are coming yes, from? Yes, you, you can see them. They see you. You can see them. Yeah, entangle them. Go entangle them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Entangle them. Yeah. So, Some, one person saw you, called a second guy. Both of them are running in your direction. So it turns into difficult terrain, terrain and they must uh, succeed on strength saving throw or be restrained. What's this, what's this spell? Entangle. entangle. Oh, you're casting it on them or on the ground? On, on them. them. Okay. Um, first guy First guy is first. The other guy is behind him by, let's say, 30 feet. And so let's do it. Um, what's the save? Uh, on strength save against my spell save, which is 13. Okay. Um, he gets entangled in it, and he is now, he, uh, uh, you said it was difficult train, and he... And he's entangled till the spell's over. Yeah. Great. You strapped All right. He's like, Axios, hey, go. hey, get him. Axios, um, climb. They, he's bought you more time. 22. Nice. Scurry. Flip, flip over. All right, your turn, Cypress. Let's go. 
Uh, eleven. Uh, eleven. It is. You have a minus two. Hit the wall, and you're barely holding on. You're still on the rope. And climb! Again. You just used up the next 10 seconds, and so the second guy is coming. He obviously walks around his friend, and he's coming your way. He starts to pull a gem out of his pocket. Can uh, I? 10 seconds left. Can I, seven. Say, can I say I'm still on the top of a wall and I haven't jumped down yet? No. Okay. You wouldn't have had that thought. I'm assuming okay. you would have gotten out of dodge. Okay. That's yeah. seven. To keep you climbing. continue to fail to climb this wall. Um... You are running out of time. Cypress! He is now coming upon you, and he begins to cast um, uh, Maximilian's Earth and Grasp. So uh, a, a, a basically a hand of That's earth named. is going to <laughs> shoot out of the ground and start to try to grab you. Um, it's going to be you. You're in the back. Yeah. I need you to make a dex save. Well, I guess dex is well, You're very dexy. I'm very dexy. <laughs> uh, let's see, 17. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's a strength saving throw. Uh, 18. Cool. You, <laughs> it starts, it starts to come up and grab you, and you <laughs> break through the dirt, and it, it fails to manifest its shape. Can it grab my ethereal foot? Because my foot's phasing, right? That's very funny. Let's say that it tries to grab your foot and just, like, phases through <laughs> your foot. You're like, here, grab like, this, grab this foot. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you have, he's cast his spell, he's readying into the, the next spell, you have can another I 10 keep seconds. climbing? Yep, you can keep climbing. Please. Cypress. That's an eight. <laughs> he keeps slipping. Are you doing anything with your time here? Cypress. I'm going to climb up after him and push. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Eleven. Cypress and the Aegon are still there. Yeah. I am very weak. This is a strength. Go, oh, go. Wait, is this acrobatics? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, it's a 13, but whatever. Live your dream. Um, not good enough. <laughs> My wait, acrobatics or athletics? Acrobatics. Wait, you? can I say? Oh no, it's athletics, right? Yeah, it it's athletics. athletics. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can I say? Can I do bardic inspiration on Cypress? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So she, you hear her singing or saying something to you. What do you? What do you do? What do you say? Thanks. I think I can do it. <laughs> what do you sing? I'm singing. <laughs> we are the champ. Good. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. All right. So that's. So that's a 15. 15. You start climbing up the wall. You see him say, not so fast. And he puts a wind wall at the top of the wall there in front of you. I need you to make a strength save. Uh, dexterity saving throw. I can do that. that. He's trying to knock you off the wall. Uh, an 11. Oh, it was a strength saving throw. Cool. It's a six. <laughs> you get to the top and you... <laughs> the spell is in your face and it is striking you. <laughs> As you are taking a lot of bludgeoning damage, uh, you actually kind of got lucky and only took eight. Uh, so, <laughs> and you see that blood is... It's like it's cutting him. So in different places you see that... Well, it's bludgeoning, but he's bruised now. There you go. Um, he, I'm going to say that you're still at the top of the wall. Aegon, what do you do? I'm climbing. Cool. Do it. Uh, this is a 14. Barely. Barely enough. You climb, climb, climb. At the top, wind wall is there. I need you to make, let's do athletics to push through. You're going to get try to get both of you through. 13. 13. That's it, final number, 13. Uh, what was his spell saying? 14. <laughs> it would be. It's not enough. You enter this, this wind wall as it strikes you. And you're taking... 12 points of damage. I am uh, conscious. Oh! 
This spell is obviously very powerful. Um, uh, it's a third level sapphire spell, for those of you who are wondering. And you, Cypress, Aegon's falling unconscious behind you. So is he like falling? He's I'm going to fall. Un- he's unconscious and he's standing, which means he will fall. And he will likely fall off the wall. I'll try to grab him. Okay. Um, let's say you do it. It's free. You get one, probably one last chance before his next spell to try to get yourself through it. And do you have Bardic Inspiration on? Not anymore. Oh, you just I need can, to get up the rope. I have one more. All right, do it. I have one more. I do, do it. I do it on him. No, if, and I'm just you assuming none of you have anything that you can... That I, I'm assuming Please. that Ari and Axios and Lupin have nothing that you can do to help because you've had multiple rounds to do things. Um, Am I just on the other side oh. while chilling? Yeah, so far. That's what you've been doing. I mean, can I climb... Killing, wait. Can you just healing word, please? Yeah. Okay. Wait, do you need a touch? Or is no, healing word is different. Yes. Yes. Feet, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Wind walls. You considerably less unconscious than Can you cast guidance upon yourself? Dude. Yeah, Aegon definitely needs healing more than. Okay, yeah, it doesn't block your line yeah. of sight, so wind wall does not prevent you from healing. I'm gonna. Can I climb back up the wall and get ready if? Aegon falls. Sure, let's say you've already done this. Okay. Um, with You would have had three attempts to do this. Let's say you get up. I'm going to ready an action, basically, to jump in front of Aegon between cool. him and the guard. Cool. Okay, uh, that happens, and now you get another chance. Can you cast? Can I cast Guidance on myself? What is, is Guidance? Thing to touch one willing creature. And then? Uh, uh, Bardic Inspiration. Yes, so. one willing creature means yourself. You, you okay. would touch your head. Okay, your so head. now so you have four, you have two things of bardic expression because okay. yep. so you're, you're going to be getting You are very psyched up right now. <laughs> okay, and so that's a, a tier zero. I don't need a, a spell spell spell. No, no, no. No, it's a cantrip, right? Okay. And so it's a strength. Strength save. Yeah. Okay. That's four plus three. Thirteen and fourteen. And please. Ah, uh, eighteen. All right. You know what you needed? You needed a fourteen. Yes. <laughs> so you finally—he's bloodied and is going to get healed. I, I think you resolved that already. Um, we're working on it. Okay, cool. You are holding him. This giant, this Goliath that's behind you. You are have already been bruised pretty badly by this wind wall, and you're like, I'm getting through this wall. Pull through. You fall. Basically, you you pull through with so much force, you basically just fall off the wall. Onto the ground, um, but Ares there. Why don't you just make a, let's say athletics to help keep them from falling? Catch me, athletics. There are two humans. Sixteen. That is just enough because there are two humans there, one holding another, and you brace, and then you help them grab the rope on the other side, and you scurry on down, and you have made it to the other side. You hear him saying, "Come back here!" And now all of you have are on the other side, ropes tied to the tree. What do you do? Book it. Yeah. Leave the Somebody rope. cut the rope and grab it. Let's go. That'll take you ten seconds. I don't know. I think we leave the rope. Yeah, we have enough rope. rope. We I have enough rope. Just just we leave. We leave down from the other side. That'll take you fifteen seconds. We leave. We leave. We leave. We're okay, not taking. We should have enough rope because we don't want this to fall. Oh, you're right. You're right. We don't care about the rope. I have my my what is it called? Scimitar. Yeah. I'm just gonna cut it. Just cut the rope and pull it down. Cut. Pull. Fifteen seconds later. I'll pull it. Um, you what? can start booking it. You start running into the forest. Yeah, um, north. Yeah, yeah. You hear a noise. You hear... And suddenly he's on top of the wall. And uh, um, if only there was a way for all of you to run faster. 
That might be helpful. Log Strider! Log Strider! I'm trying! Do it! I'm trying to figure out what those are! So, don't worry about spell slots. Um, I'm going to read it, if that helps. Okay, yes, please. Um... So this allows you to increase someone's uh, a creature's speed for an hour. Yeah, that's long string. Singular. Yeah. Singular. Okay. For at higher levels, you can you can cast it at, uh, with more creatures. But this, this as it was, you bought a level one token. How many? So no, 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 no. Viewed in her. No, that's in her instrument. It's in my. But the... it was still level one. Yeah. Okay. It was still level one that was imbued in mine. Yeah. Um. Anyway, y'all are running. Yeah. We're running. So I have a speed of 35. And we're going to say that because this man actually just expended quite a lot of his particular sorcery energy, and the other guy is actually entangled for a while. Um, I was rolling his roll. He just wasn't getting out in time, so it was really kind of just a 1v6 there. Um, you are all able to escape into the forest. Where are our pets? Specifically, <laughs> Fatagorn Forest. That's the forest that is right here in this area. But my updated map actually has more trees and foresty areas. Um, we're going to say that you find a way to start cycling around, and your mission at this point, you are just on the outskirts of the Celestial Conservatory, is to try to find a way to that beam of light, which is now faded, by the way, and figure out what is going on with this curse, and if you can save yourselves in time. We're going to take a five-minute break, and then we're going to be right back to wrap up this session. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh boy. Okay, the Mixcloud audio is still recording. I don't know. Ah, uh, dude, nice. Let's most dented. Our Mixcloud viewers <laughs> suck. No. Um, it's mostly just dented. Hey, hey, if anybody wants to try and make it cooler in here, oh. I read online that we can shut vents in other rooms yes, um, to try and reroute. Okay. And I can yeah, also nice. put this on blast while we're put it on blast while not, yeah, yeah, we're not recording. Oh, I can't climb. Yeah, you failed three So I, I, I failed like three times as a bear with a plus six to strength. Wait, what? You plus six? I have plus four to strength, plus plus two proficiency. Oh my! God. And I fell three times, and then back is like a druid. I have a minus two to strength. I can't climb. Oh man, I love this job.
It is hot in this hole. Um, picks back up next Monday if you want to come back and join Professor Vine for the course. Wait. How are we going to be able to... I was really looking forward to yeah. a, a constellation since... Uh, what is the... Mm. No, herbalism. How do you... Professor Mom. Mycology. Mushrooms. Mushrooms. Mycology? Mycology? Well, we kind of yeeted most of our mushrooms. You so. did yeet, yeeted or eat it? Well, Y'all did. Let's sit. We said we had my mushroom. We did yeeted our mushrooms. Okay. Yeah. Goodbye, cool air. Oh, right. Right. Uh, so, quick question for mushrooms. anyone who has any healing right? spells. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I've said enough. Who has a lot of spell slots left? Oh, I can help. I, I have, have a freak ton of spell slots left. Okay, three, two, one. That. All right, we are back. Got a little bit of time left with this session, so we're going to see just how far they get before they inevitably die to the forces of Creonis, the Truth Keeper. Um, no, just kidding. Please, please no. Axios uses uh, lay on hands, right? You do yeah. a little. What do you say? What do you say to him? Stop being know. sick. You'll be all right, buddy. Aww. Thanks, Axios. <laughs> I feel a little better. All right, cool. Um, so you are now in the forest. I'm going to go ahead and have everyone roll stealth. Everyone roll in the same dish. Uh, I, I know Annie's got uh, a digital. So everyone roll together. Here's why. It'll be easier if you all roll in the same dish. You all roll in the same dish. There you go. Just transfer Great, great, great. Can, can we just remember scoot it this way a little bit? What we're about to represent is the next hour of your party's collective stealth. Um, we're going to say that Fern and Sar do eventually meet up. Actually, we'll do that. Cool. Wow. Goodness. They are good at their jobs. Um, uh, 18 and a 19. Um, I was just rolling for luck in general. They they effortlessly find their way to you without getting noticed by uh, Creonis's people. So, the truth keepers. Oh, no, I got an 11. So, as they are moving towards you, you you can pull the Legolas and just, like, jump, like, leap onto the bat. Yeah, you you know, you know, everyone wants to do that once. I grab onto the side for for, and I start climbing up. (laughs) And now you are all... Vamos, you are vamos. sprinting, dashing, riding oh. through the night in the forest, in the Fedegorn Forest here. So, yes. We might be doing another celestial transformation. I crit. On stealth. No, you didn't. You rolled a nat 20. Very yeah, good. I crit. I crit. crit success. Yep. 
Yep. Crit success versus crit This success. is technically an ability check, even if it's a party one, so uh, why don't you roll D100 for me? Dang, why do you have to be so good? 83. Cool. As you are all running through the forest... Oh no. All of you are putting a lot of your energy into making sure that you can stay quiet through the through the night. And as Aegon is hunching, trying to make sure that he can take quick steps that aren't making loud noise as his heavy body strikes the earth, you notice that there's a shimmer of color that shoots through the calves of his legs and up through his spine, and suddenly the backs of both of your legs begin to phase. Um, and even though you're barely keeping yourself above the earth, you see that a black spot in the back of your spine begins to fester and then shoot out tentacles, like little tendrils of black magic. Every single creature within a 60-foot radius, meaning not only all five of your fellow party members, but also the two animals that are with you, Sar and Fern, they all take... um, That's great. All of you take seven points of necrotic damage as you feel withering energy suck life from your body. Aegon, you, through the spine of your back, the tendrils bring this energy back to you and you gain 49 hit points. What? No. Just, Just I heal to max? Yep. Were you already at max? Okay, great. Aegon? No, I had five. That was short. I now have this curse is now rearing its ugly head as these wild things are happening to all of you. Can we uh, have that back, please? It's I gone. Have, uh, give me some healing gems. I'll help. I don't know what just happened. You are still running. We'll say that you're probably coordinated to hand gems around and use all your spell slots okay. if you want. If you want to use all your spell slots to just heal people up. Um, I, I don't have any other use I don't, for these. I don't, unless any of us are, like, dropping dangerously low, I don't feel like we should because we are inevitably going to be in combat again and there's only so many gems we can have. I don't I have any six. use for, I have for four. gems. I'll heal both of you, too. Okay. But, the thing, is, to but the thing is, if, if we give you... It, okay. They're burned, aren't they? Yeah, I just burned it. Oh. On YouTube. But what spell? What do we have? Assume, you know, uh, what do we Which have? one's the strongest healing spell that we have? What do we have? Probably healing Do we word? not have cantrips? Healing word, the sapphire? We have two healing yeah, things. Yeah, healing word. Healing. So I have that. five more lay on hands points. Okay, how much does that heal us? Uh, it's a spell thing. I don't have... You roll it. I know, but it's a it's a d4 plus something. I don't have a spell thing because I'm martial. Then it's just d4. Uh, yep. Bummer. <laughs> uh, Alien, take three. Justin, you take one. Yeah. Martial Thanks. classes don't... Sorry. Even though they can cast spells, it doesn't mean they're particularly good right. at it. Okay, great. Um, Wait... You Who has heal cure wounds? I think I do. I do. Because that would be 1d8. Yeah, 1D4. but I feel like we should save that for later. Because well, but it, like, instead of using healing word, he could use oh, I could do that. cure wounds. I didn't know they had that. Hmm. So can we do that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Right. Uh, Ayla, you're first. As usual, three. You don't take any extra. Justin, you don't take any extra. It's three and one. So you you are you're sprinting through the forest. Um, how's the weather? Did you change our stealth scores? Oh, that's right. Sorry, let's actually get the stealth scores. Um, oh, twenty-seven. Right, nice. Um, very cool. Twenty-four. So here's what I was actually doing. I need I need everyone to remember what their stealth roll was because that's why they were all together, right? Yeah. Here's what you're gonna do: remove the highest, remove the lowest. I'm eleven. Well, does his crit? 
Is my crit count at the top? No. Hers is higher than yours, despite the crit. 27. Okay. Did yeah. that nasty thing come out of his back because of the crit? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because of well magic. Necrotic tendrils. Yeah. So, um, take the second highest and the second lowest. I had 24. 20. 20. I had 11. Oh, wait. What were we rolling? Stealth? Stealth. Stealth. Yeah. Hold, please. Let me actually do a modifier here. Uh, 23. Yeah, 24. Who's the second lowest? He was the second lowest with 24. Highest. Second highest, I'm sorry. Who's second lowest? You had 11? I had an 11. So Annie's. I had 15. So Annie's gone. So lowest, second okay, lowest. Cool. Well, I had right. an 11 I got, and 12. I got what I needed. Okay. So, uh, so still cool. This just represents your party's average as you're going through the forest. So you are stealthily, but as quickly as possible, trying to navigate the forest. Turns out it is, um, like, it's getting... This particular night... There seems to be a heat wave that's sweeping over the forest. It's getting really humid, and it is going to be much harder for you to exert yourself for additional hours. It seems like, um, despite the fact that it's only about 8, 9 p.m. as you've been running through the forest for an hour, um, you're not going to be able to continue to travel all night. Guys, I think we should stop and take shelter somewhere. we gotta, we got to rest out this night here. As as we travel, I want to look for, like, caves or yep. big trees this or is survival to hide. Go ahead and roll survival to see if you can find a meaningful place for you to achieve a safe rest. Which, reminder, needs to be... How'd you do? Nat 20, baby! I think the rate of criticals in this particular session is 45%. Um, <laughs> so uh, as you are exploring nature, there's a part of you, Cypress, that really deeply cares about knowing exactly where life finds its home. So you can read the way that water moves, the way that trees lean towards the sunlight and bow towards the water, that creatures will find open, you know, crevasses and areas to do their thing. Anyway, so that's all that. that's all that's ha- happening. And as you're focusing in on this... Glowing eyes, white magic, pulls back in, and roll D100. 84. 84. No. Um. No. 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 What? What? Oh, no. Ready for some more vampire damage? No! Everyone around you takes more damage. No. At least I heal. Oh, no, it's eight this time. I'm unconscious. Somebody heal her. This is so bad. Uh, Someone with a spell here casting ability. Are two hit points. Thanks. Let me cast a spell. I'll do heal. I'll do what is it? Cure, cure, cure wounds. wounds. Uh, Justin, you're full health. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> Great. Oh my yes. god, dude. I actually maybe I do have to track your. Okay, I right. have two hit points. Two I'm like her. really. Not only is it hot. Not only have you just been running for your lives and had this traumatic Younger. experience with Zagri and Gaius and all these you know truth keepers in the hallway, but. Many of you are on your last legs in terms of your, your vitality, and you desperately need to be able to rest before anything else happens. Um, it's getting hot. Let's roll for luck. Did I find well, anything? Well, he found something, right? With uh, it means that you're really, really good at finding what's there. That doesn't guarantee something that something's okay. there. Uh, based on my roll, it is hard and not necessarily the most glamorous thing, but it looks like you could follow a ravine for let's say, another half hour to get to a place where you would expect uh, like a little delta, a little embankment to provide cover that you could maybe fortify. It doesn't seem like a surefire thing, but it's a start. Oh, yeah, I'm going to take four. Heal Thank four. you. Okay. Right. okay, so I'm assuming you all follow them. You yeah. go there. You now find three. this embankment. And 
The rules in this it's universe like about safe rests are that even for trance, even for sleeping, that it is a requirement that what you have achieved is an understanding of real safety. This, in this case, it almost certainly means that someone is taking shifts. Um, and yeah. Because I would say you all trust each other, undoubtedly. But you don't have any more defenses than that. So you need to find a way to make this accommodating to your sleep needs. Which, I haven't established so what they are. Is but there, yeah. So like in this area, is it kind of can you describe it? Yeah. So you see that this shallow, it's not very tall, it's like two inches of creek water, is running along some smaller, smoother pebbles into an area that is an... Uh, if you take this room, so I, I don't know, like 90 square feet, not very big, um, it's about an oval, ovular-shaped uh, little recess area where the water stops, and you see that there's tall grass and some, like, dirty, muddy areas that are stacked up high enough to create a natural overhang. Um, there are, let's say, um, just two trees nearby. They're not super close to the water. They have an oak-like texture and size, and you can use this overhang as a place to stay. You might be able to like cut some, you know, maybe collect some wood or sticks from trees. There's not a lot nearby. You're kind of just in the middle of a forest without much to go off of here. Okay. I'll take the first shift. Yeah, oh. so we're, we're both elves, right? Yeah. So we can... I also do. Our... Oh yeah, so mm -hmm. perfect. So... Cool. Um, obviously it's important that you are not being found here. Do you do anything about that? Um, I feel like... You've been traveling for easily two and a half, three hours, so you, you feel like it's unlikely they'll find you here, but you have no idea what resources they have at their disposal. Ulyanka's been, like, is, knows woodcraft enough that she, like, I imagine there's, like, brush and stuff around. Yes. Okay. So Quite a lot. Yeah. Okay, so she goes and gathers, you said there's, like, an overhang, yep. and so she goes and gathers brush and, like, starts piling it up against the overhang so that it looks like it's... I'll help her since I've been living in a forest. We have a minor illusion stone, right? Yes. Would, be po would it be possible to cast a minor illusion to make it look like there's not a path down here? Is that a concentration? Could she sleep with I have no yeah. idea. Probably. Yeah, I think it is. It says... It's... It lasts a minute. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not enough. Yeah, we might as well say that. What about else. we can entangle and then have, create like a entangle only lasts a minute. Oh, is it? You have speak with animals. Could you talk to some of the animals in the trees? No, she speak with animals. Anyway, what was so? I feel oh, like. Oh, okay. Well, oh. as you're as you're collecting brush and setting up your camp, you notice that in the forest there are uh, two very large elk that are grazing in that grass and drinking from the water that you are calling your home for the night. Um, they're there. Want to talk with them? I feel like we could ask them to, like, Just let us know yeah. if something's yeah. coming. Mm -hmm. Or see if... I mean, do you do that? Can... Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. You speak with animals? Mm -hmm. Is that a cantrip or is that a spell? It's a spell. You see that one of them, one one is female, one is male, the male with these massive antlers. They're, they're big. Um, he's drinking water, and you start talking to him, and he goes, What? 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 What was that? Friend. A Friend? I, I, not, I do not know you. We're new, but I promise we mean no harm. We are here, we are running from enemies, wolves of... <laughs> Wolves of mankind, it's... We need shelter. Would 
Would you tell us if people are coming? Any people. It doesn't matter who they are. Just tell us they're coming. He leans forward and eats more grass. <laughs> you see the female elf next to sleep here in the night or spend our evenings walking among humankind. Perhaps some motivation is in order for us. What do I have that an elk would like? <laughs> Any thoughts? Anything that... Hold on. Oh, wait, 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 do we understand? No, 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 you hear her speaking in common, and then you hear him going... What's he saying? What, what? They might be able to watch out for things for us and Tell us when people are coming, if we give them something. Does anyone have anything? Hey, uh, are we trying to bribe an elk? Do we have yes. any of that salad? That's oh, like wait, I have I a cantrip that, that I want to do. What's that? I'd like to do a cantrip. What's your cantrip? Um, hold on. Um, I don't want to be an elk anymore. Any this is a workout. <laughs> <laughs> do we take any salad to go? Um, <laughs> I, I'm just going to make some flowers bloom in front of them with Druidcraft. What are you making? I'm just, I'm blossoming flowers that you'd like to yeah, eat in front of you. You don't know what you like to eat. Oh, Roll God. nature to see if you can just tell. Wait, I also do the same. I also have Druidcraft. Okay. You see Lupin doing this, so then Cypress also like, yeah, follows suit oh. and is going to make extra flowers here. Nature? Nature. Can I roll it's in, in yes. nature as well? Nature. All right, now he's getting bored. Nice. 21. Oh, no. Good. Um, you are positive that he loves calla lilies. So he tells me that, Cal and we're going to do So you see Callie's, he's like spit up in front of you. Not a ton of them, it's druid crap after all, but they're, they're in the water in front of him, and he goes. <laughs> okay, okay. And she's looking back, and I'm like. <laughs> and he goes. Well, seems like all of you are quite all right. <laughs> all right. He's Good. chewing these, like, calories, and he says. I suppose that we can stay here, and if you hear a, a bellow from us, then you're probably with other company nearby. How's that sound? Thank you. Any time. I would like to have more of those to go, if possible. Uh, well, cantrips, right? <laughs> 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 those rocks. In there. <laughs> Eventually, like, you're going to say you feed him to a... He's like very full. He's like, oh, wow. Uh, I really hit the spot. What do you say? Uh, and so the two of them are going to sit and they're preparing to rest, sit. but they're going to keep just very the loaf. Yeah, they do. They do uh, elk sitting position. What is the um, the the female elk's name? Marge. Because we have Harold and Marge. Marge. You know it's Marge. <laughs> you know Marge. it's Marge. Right. It's just going in the. Uh, the, the, the it's going to have to go into yeah, the. Yeah, yeah, it's going in notion. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. What's up? So. <laughs> these elks are there. Um, they're going to watch out. Uh, let's just say you go to sleep. Uh, before we do that, yep. uh, 
Aegon, do you have a second? Yeah, what do you got? Uh, in private? Sure. I don't know how private we can get, but whatever. So we just, Ta-da. like, step to the side. <laughs> it, uh, it concerned me back there when you were so willing to give up, it seemed. To give up yourself to this curse, whatever we're dealing with. So, Headmaster Zagreus said it was a curse, but she didn't really seem like an expert. I I don't necessarily know if it is a curse. I want to let you know. I've lost a lot of people in my lifetime, and I don't want you to meet that same fate. So, I suppose the thing is that I've been connected to the stars my whole life. I lost my family for it. And that one. <laughs> um, a chance to find new family in the only thing that's kept me company throughout the years doesn't sound so bad. Consider that you could find family with us. I suppose I could. I am pretty blue nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to let you know where I was coming from. I understand. You you notice that his cyan skin just glistens in the sweaty, you know, moonlight there. Um, just not moonlight bouncing right off of him. I won't keep you any longer. I I appreciate it. I uh, I'm not giving up on this yet. Good to hear. Good night. All right, we're gonna roll some bad luck and see if they happen upon your location here. So wait, we're we're doing a thing where there's always someone awake. As well. yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take the. I'll only have your roll perception. If well, no, I should have your roll perception anyways. All right, you roll once and you roll once. We're gonna I'm represent also... that as your entire shift. Oh. Everyone else is sleeping for you, pretty much the entire night. Hours? It's eight hours. Yeah, after all. Yeah, she's hours. trancing as well. Oh, okay, cool. So, we'll so are you taking first trance or second sure. trance? I'll do the first trance. Okay, so you're up alone. Yeah, that's fine. So, Cypress, oh, Lupin, no. you're, you're taking a shift together. Um, oh, no. Lupin, you roll perception as well. You got my way. I'm sorry. Let me put this in. No. Can I re-roll nope. look at his hand? Nope. Boo. Uh, no, Lupin, uh, roll perception as well, because you're, you're taking a shift with uh, Cypress to watch out. Uh, this only matter. matters that they happen to come across your location, but you don't know what they're doing. I, mean, I got an 8 for the first shift. Okay. I got a 20. Did you? I did. I did that, you really? I put Why? that dice in time out. I saw it. I saw it. I put I it in time. All right, good to know. So before dirt. before we resolve perception based stuff, um, dirty twenty. Cypress Lupin, you two are taking a shift together. Pretty pretty late. You're both very perceptive. Um, what do you talk about? Tell me. Do you have any t- questions about t- home? T- t- tell me about it. I I can't remember much. I get glimpses and and phantom feelings, but I can't. T- just tell me about it. I, I it's like I missed something. I don't even know exists. Well, we have like twenty. Brothers and sisters, you were pretty. You were you were pretty sizable because we're kind of small. Mom, mom's big, but we ended up small. And we'd play in the yard all the time, and we'd be running around, and she would make roots sprout up, and she'd trip us on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Yours would hurt more because so we float, fun. but yeah. you thought it was funny. Phantom pains in your shit. That explains weird pains. <laughs> I remember you walked in. You probably don't. This is probably insignificant to you, but. I remember you walked into my room when mom was there, and I was crying because I wanted to know where dad was. 
and you gave me a hug and you comforted me and you just we just fell asleep together. A hugger. Now. <laughs> um, it's another night. I need both of you to roll wisdom saving throw. What? what? Uh, are we gonna resolve his neck? Do I need? Or? Yeah. Do I need to roll? Naturally. Uh, okay. So am I able to just press the take long rest button? Like we're doing that, right? You don't. Know. Not necessarily. Oh, okay. I'm gonna keep on the page. Once until it's morning, you don't know. Fantastic. Just a few things. Wisdom saving throws. Oh, that was at the old wall. Just had to post that. Wisdom save was a fifteen. Fifteen. Cool. <laughs> um, uh, the two of you feel really. <laughs> United at this point, you you really get a sense that there there's more for the two of you to discover together. And as you are recounting these memories to Cypress Lupin, um, it helps. It helps you to remember the the feel of your mother's hands, something that you probably hadn't really recalled deeply until um, immediately after the crystal ball, and now right here as you're recounting it, um, Cypress. Um, you, you have far fewer things that you hold on to from your memories there, so it's nice to even be able to hear her laugh um, as she is tripping all of you. You remember the pain of falling in the woods <laughs> and skinning your knee on the roots that she would sprout up Classic. with her 20 children. <laughs> Which actually does sound like something that Moraldi would do. So uh, as you recount this, you have these memories of her that you did not previously have, um, which is good. It, it helps to stave off the fade for a little bit longer. Um, as you're thinking about this, your eyes begin to glow. Roll the oh, 100. Oh, no. You kill us. <laughs> Every creature you. within 1,000 feet dies. <laughs> well, if we get another one of those things again, I am. If he rolls 100. Two. Actually two. Actually, Actually two. two. Um, You see as light into his body, and then light begins to crawl. Oh, like like water dripping upwards. Oh, up his skull and around his face until it wraps his entire head in in solid white light. It then begins to drip down his body until it encases a lot of who he is. Um, And uh, you two are sitting there, and currently no noise being made, only this visual, and you can feel some heat coming from him. Um, A one or two reads this. Roll on this table at the start of each of your turns for the next minute, which means you have to do this ten more times. So go, let's get started. No. Actually, it's nine. It's nine. It's nine. Roll what? This same D one hundred. Wild magic oh. ten more. Times. You are now Lupin witnessing that his body is getting is being possessed by magical energy. He cannot control any of it, no matter what he says. Can We're I gonna, back away and give a little bit of space? You now you see this and you're backing up. <laughs> okay, yeah. I am. So You've up. already been hit twice by this magic. <laughs> I'm gonna back away. Slowly. Okay, we're gonna say outside of thirty Love you. feet. I love you from afar. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to have you choose. How how far are you? I'm going to stand over... 30, 60, 100, 1,000. Just like make a rough guess how many feet away you are. Let's make it 200 feet. Okay. So, so you are sprinting. <laughs> 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 I only have three hit points. <laughs> I only have three hit points. Oh, 
hit points? Well, I rested. All right. I, well, wait. Let's no. get this started. Rested wait. yet? She has rested. Oh yeah, so she, she did has rested. She's on set. So I'm on set. You can press the long rest button. Can I press? You can press the long rest button. Rested. You cannot press the long rest button. No, we cannot. How close? How close are they to where we're resting? Where are they keeping watch? Oh, I would think that they're pretty close. They're probably like within like... 50? My rough guess is within 30 feet. Because right? right. that's what people do so when they're looking each. out for each other. What? Can we... Mm, but I'll, I'll say just for fun that Sar might be tied up a little farther away. 60 feet. Where's Thanks. Same. The At two of them are so good friends that they always sleep next to each other. Who? At least Sorry, burn. Burn. Who? Sorry, Sorry burn. burn. All right, Justin, roll. What'd you get? Yeah, I'm going to roll like three at a time. Uh, No. Okay. <laughs> no. One at a time. But let's do it quickly here. Uh, 25. Okay. Cool. Keep, go ahead. 28. Okay. 25. So I take it back. Just keep doing this. Okay. 25, 28, 25. Yep. Write that down. Write Ooh, that down. Is, okay, that's interesting. I'm actually just going to have you do one more. Five Thir- is enough. 36. 36. And one more. One more after this. Okay. 23. Lots of 20s here. Yeah. Lots of 20s. Okay. 23, 25, 25, 28, 36. Oh, so roll a 25 twice? Yes. 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 Odds of um, we've had a very weird you session. You sprint on. away. Here is what is happening to Cyprus. Cyprus. Oh, you're sitting there, and magic is taking over your body. I'm guessing you're scared, but you can't stop any of what's about to happen. The first thing that happens is, in your mind, imagine the feeling of a blindfold being put on your face and then you were to stick a um, periscope underneath it. And so your vision gets clouded, shoved forward, and then narrowed in focus, and then re- take the blindfold off. You just gained a third eye in the middle of your forehead for the next minute, and your perception increases dramatically. You can see things in such clearer context and color. As you are looking out there, you see something. You see two figures in the very distance, thousand yards, and they are wearing blue cloaks, and that's all you really know. They're moving in such a way as to be uh, walking perpendicular to your location, meaning they're going to pass you and go in a straight line at their current Were the people at the wall also wearing blue cloaks? Yeah. Okay. They continue, well, they continue walking. Do, <laughs> I, right. do I have the ability to say this? Or am I magic? You can say consider stuff. you're yeah, interrupting you our rest. Uh, if there are well, thousands nothing of any noise has happened so wait, yet. When you said the perpendicular, you mean they're not going they're to come towards They're not coming towards you. They're going to pass okay. you going perpendicular currently. Then I'm going to um, it. So that happens, and then it goes away. And then it comes back again because you rolled the same number. <laughs> so you have the eyeball return. It's in a different, slightly different spot. Um, you see no. it again. Um, so and watch then, them for two minutes? Yeah, you get to spy on them for two minutes. Um, goodness gracious, what was your next roll? Oh, I already know what it was. Um, that one's more, irrelevant. Ri- that one's irrelevant. Um, the fourth one begins to really shake you up. I need you to roll a d10. He rolled a 23 in between the 25. Yeah. Okay. That one does not matter. Okay. Or rather, it'll matter uh, after this. Uh, is that a leaner? It's a leaner. Three. 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 
Yeah. Cypress. How old are you? Uh, 30? I wrote it down. You're an elf. You're not 30. They lived like 700 years old. Yeah, I'm still pretty young. I'm 35. They mature at 100. Yeah, are you an adult? 135. That makes sense. Okay. Um, this won't affect you that much. Um, you feel yourself instantly de-aged by three years. Huh? I feel... You. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Proportionally, basically the same. Um, and then finally, your skin turns purple. Nice. <laughs> Bro. The boys. <laughs> the boys. Okay, is... then the light magic. Like a lavender. It goes away and it vanishes. <laughs> yeah, he's la- he is canonically lavender skin. You're turning violet, violet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Nah, lavender. I choose it. Um, I was going to roll even more. All right, we'll roll in front of the table for darkness of the purple. 18. It's pretty dark for the dark. deep purple. Right. We could say violet or indigo, I suppose. You pick. You pick a word. I'd say I'd say like an indigo, yeah. Great, you're indigo now. Congratulations. Congratulations. Alright. Um Lupin, you see that the magic ceases. Um I have rolled what happens. Um they unless you do something else, your night is uneventful, other than all that. And you all wake up the next day. You may take a long rest action. Thank you. Goodness. Things. Long rest. As the next day dawns. Survived. Do you all say anything about my skin? Uh, Uh, We wake up. Bro, is that what a moon tan looks like? (laughs) Cypress, bro, moon tan. I can blend that with the flowers now. What? I guess. What, What happened? I had a lot I just of. Just thought I dreamed yes. that. Well, I dreamed I'm a lot of blue. light last Bad night. Night. Oh, I guess. Now you're you purple. Right. I, uh, we need to get this thing solved. Hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot harder it's to fit in towns. So, though I, I rolled the weather, it is still very hot and sunny now. No clouds in sight. But are we in the forest? You are in the forest. Okay, Um, good. We're in shade. um, I'm presuming you were able to forage for uh, some basic gatherings of uh, foods, vegetables, things like that. Um, You're really thirsty. Do you drink from the stream or from your flasks? Uh, Can I check if the stream is drinkable? Actually, let me just skip that. You... uh, uh, It looks very clean. No wonder Harold likes the uh, place so much. We all still have salt water in yeah. our class, so I say we drink from the stream. I was, not, I was yeah. seeing if you remembered. Good yes. job. Um, you drink from the stream. I have a salty water sack. That's what I remember. <laughs> that salty water sack. <laughs> um, okay, why? so since Zagria um, said there was nothing magical about it, and because Yanka prizes fresh water at survival a lot. She dumps all of her water out like on the ground away from the stream and she okay. fills up her flask with fresh Did Zagri ever give me my water skin Yeah, back? she gave you. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, you get to drown. <laughs> Dehydrate. <laughs> so, the moment that you pour out your flask of water onto the ground. Oh my gosh, just a Oh, what? Um, a group of multiple species of mushrooms pop up out of the ground and are instantly available to you. I will do the same. <laughs> <laughs> I 
You pour yours. All right. You pour yours off the ground. And yours. Yours was. Um, like a moderate sized amount of these. Um, you pour yours on the ground. You must have chosen a bad spot. There's like a few mushrooms that come out of it. It kind of stinks. I'm going to save mine for one of these foods later. Me too. I'm like... I'm going to say that you have uh, enough food for uh, a day for all of you with all that. It's okay. like it's like like two armfuls, you know? It's okay, like a good so, amount of um, I Sar has saddlebags, so yeah. I just like... <laughs> You want to use my start picking the mushrooms? I want to use my <laughs> Yeah, I start picking the mushrooms and we put them all in Sar's cool. saddlebags. Sounds cool, good. Cool, cool. All right, so you now have some food for the day. That's, that's helpful. Lit. Um, and at the start of the day, it is time to wrap up this session with one final thing that represents your life on Earth. Um, uh, so nothing big. Uh, so sorry. <laughs> we need to, in a broader sense, represent your grip on reality itself as your corporeal <laughs> forms have these. Fun little moments of phasing in and out in the wild madness. No. Um, It's not madness. It is literally like phasing out of existence. Um, Even better. (laughs) As your corporeal bodies are sort of struggling with these these inflictions upon them, these random bouts of them becoming uh, uh, phased in, phased out, all these weird things that are happening to your bodies and your minds, you will eventually fade from this earth. And Celestial Ascension is well enough documented to where the understanding is in a set number of days, you will eventually just fade away. And your spirit will move into the starlight to be with the stars. Some people claim that there is no greater privilege or even duty. But others might claim that it is like death. And so... I just want you to know from your understanding of your physical forms what you perceive to be the amount of time you have left, and we're going to do a roll for it. Here is the first and very important roll for your party. Because you are all affected by the same curse at about the same time, we're going to say that you all have about the same amount of time left on Chrysalis, in on Earth, so to speak. The way we're going to represent that number is in days, and we're going to find out that number of days by having all six of you roll a D four and add it together. Roll a D four, add it all up, and tell me how many days you have left. Can I borrow a D four? Every roll is final. Oh, okay. These are some good rolls. I missed three. Ugh. Well, I should have taken the first one. But I'm not allowed to. It's fine. Okay, hold your fingers. You add it up. Actually, no, I'll add it up. Oh. 8, 9, 12, 15, 16 days. Am I right? Let me know. 16 days. 16 days. Someone can surely check that. Um, you'll feel that in a little over, so obviously you as, as people don't know, it's exactly 16 days and then I die. You, you perceive as you wake up and the sun comes up and you feel the stars pulling at the nerves in your body that your body probably has about a little over two weeks to live. Um, or at least two weeks before you completely ascend. And unfortunately, as every day that passes, it gets a little harder to hold on to reality. Now comes the daily, what's called, celestial ascension check. It's going to look like this. Um, You have 16 days left. You're going to roll, we, we are all together, going to roll for the table a single d20. For all of you, one d20. I can do it, one of you can do it, I don't care, don't roll it yet. Here's what that represents. You have 16 days left. If you roll above that number, so high is bad in this case, I'm just clarifying. If you roll above that number, you lose an additional day instantly. It represents you losing the capacity to connect with your corporeal self. 
you it's almost like your mind begins to do kind of what Aegon's always been thinking about, which is really releasing your soul to the skies. Um, it's not necessarily going insane, but it's about your your grip on reality. So, cool. Uh, DM someone not DM roll. Cool. I can take the responsibility. If you roll lower than that number, nothing happens, but you still lose a day because a day has passed. Done. Makes sense. Um, and finally, if you get a critical success, which is a 20, um, that is good because you actually gain a day. For whatever reason, you found additional motivation or connection to something. It has to be, and I'll, I'll make you roleplay this if we do this, but someone or someones in your party are connecting so intimately with something that is so strictly concrete and corporeal that it makes you want to stay that much harder. Um, and so you are able to hold on to more as a party. We'll, we'll see if that happens. But, um, so, review, 16 or lower, nothing. 17 through 19, lose an additional day, which, as you can tell, means it'll accelerate every day that passes. It's easier to hit that roll. And 20 means you actually gain a day. So crits are good. Will um, I have a crit fail? Nothing. Okay. Well, something different. Uh, <laughs> here we go. I am going to roll in front of the table, and uh, this is your Celestial Ascension check for this morning. It is an eight. The day begins, and you wake up, and you feel that your time is ticking. You have 16 days. That's oh, actually 15 days. Sorry. You, you spent the night, so you have 15 days remaining before the Curse of Virgo lifts you into the skies. So, what will happen to our heroes as they start a brand new journey? Knowing all of this, with friends and allies and foes behind them at the Celestial Conservatory, with mysteries untold, with wild magic surging, what exactly will happen to our heroes? Find out all of this and more next time on The Weave of the Nine Stone. Thank you so much for joining us. We are off next Sunday because... We're back on Thursday, baby. And we've got a special guest that's going to be joining us for a new little mini arc that will take place somewhere along their road. So if you have any additional notes, you can obviously, you know, like comment below and let us know what you think. But you can find the videos and the audio for all of this just by clicking the link in the description. You'll be able to hit it up on our YouTube channel and our Mixcloud and our all that other fun stuff. But uh, thanks for joining and we will see you next time. Say bye! Bye! bye. Stop. And we're out! Woo!